Hello and good afternoon or good evening wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, we have one hell of a show. I've been advertising like a lunatic. I have been really, let me tell you something. When you, when you, if you ever sit down to produce a show and you start to get goosebumps when you are writing the material, you know that you are onto something really good. Folks, we have an incredible content packed show for you. I mean, first of all, we have RDX's own. Tim Dog in the house. Tim, first of all, welcome to the program. I'm glad that you were able to make it. And more importantly, everyone in the community wishes you a, a get well. Thank goodness you recovered from COVID-19. How you feeling? Yeah, like I told you pre-show, I'm, I'm just building up. Um, I'm better, uh, symptom-free. Thank you, and thanks to the community for caring, a lot of, a lot of messages. Um, yeah, I'm doing much better. Uh, as far as coming here, it's always a pleasure, always a fun show. Uh, great panel, great people, and uh, happy to be here. You know, we always uh, have good topics and good conversation. So just uh, like I said, uh, when you asked me, I was happy to oblige. Well, it's it's great to have you back. We haven't had you on. Uh, we had you, I think, once or twice last year. This is the first time you were able to get on this year. And right. it's always a pleasure to work with you, brother. Love the work that you guys do over at RDX. Of course, you have your Sunday evening show, which you had yesterday, yes. uh, which I didn't get a chance to listen to. Usually, I listen to all of the Iron Lord podcasts, you, um, the uh, Xbox uh, uh, the Xbox Ultimate podcast, usually when I'm doing house cleaning. So it keeps, yeah. my, keeps me going. But, uh, you know, glad to have you here and of course this show is content packed with xbox talk uh, obviously we're gonna be talking a little bit about sony but not in the best light because quite frankly they have stepped in it and we are going to be breaking down exactly what they stepped into but next up let's let's welcome an everborn saga everborn how you doing brother i know that you have been chomping at the bit to be here you have a lot to say welcome to the program Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Very excited. Things got a little spicy last week. We'll see what kind, what the season <laughs> is like today. Uh, Tim, I'm a I'm a huge, huge fan. Just like getting into the back into the into gaming and into the whole community. Like you were one of the big guys, so it's like a kind of a big deal for me to be on the same show with you. And um, thank you. It seems to me I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah, and and I just also want to say it's like you and King that are like the the lions of the Xbox community. Just like it's because over the last generation, we had to deal with a lot, but it was you guys kind of like always speaking your mind, saying things, having them come to pass, and and putting people in their place. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. King's awesome. I agree. He's uh, he's he's a. Uh... He is a lion for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We were actually talking about that uh, prior to going live. We in the green room, uh, Tim and I were saying that so, so many of the YouTubing community, so many of the, uh, let's, uh, should we call them professional game journalists, have really turned the tables on Sony. And again, into that's one of the big topics of tonight. But let's continue with the introductions. Now, obviously, the panel looks a little small. 
Uh, Clown should be here momentarily. Tempest Sun, you know, he's got he's got to put his kids to bed. He'll be here momentarily. And our good friend, our brother, um, Cybernox, unfortunately, folks, he has COVID-19. And, uh, yeah, he's not feeling well. Um, you know, obviously he's isolating from the family so far. It's just him. He's okay. I've been in contact with him through DM. I'm going to give him a call after the show, make sure that he's okay. Obviously we wish him a freaking speedy recovery for sure. Obviously, you know, this, it's always a scary time when you get something like that. Hopefully he will rebound very quickly, but middle-aged gamer guy, you are also someone that to be honest with you, I can't wait to hear because you're usually very opinionated and we have some big big topics that you're going to be breaking down for us today how the heck are you bro uh you know what i am fired up i am pumped up i'm ready to go uh guys welcome to this great show we got this evening and of course tim dog this is my second time working with tim and uh you know what it's always a pleasure to have someone of uh, the xbox royalty in the house but uh, you know what i just thought something really funny um, I just looked down at my phone about three minutes ago while we we're doing the introductions, and I just got followed by someone new, new on Twitter. And talk about setting the tone for the evening. His name is Abandoned by Sony. So I almost laughed right into the microphone. And I'm like, wow, that is that has got to be the most poetic following I've ever gotten, especially with the topics we got this evening. But anyways, in all seriousness, guys, let's have a great show. We got some great topics. Let's get right into this. Yeah, we're, we're going to get right into it. First of all, the, the first Super Chat of the night comes to us from Davikin89, who drops a $2 Super Chat and says, is that Tim or Gabe Newell? And if it was Gabe Newell, folks, you know that Boomstick has arrived. But you know what? I think it's just as just as important that we got Tim Dog here. And I actually said to Tim, said to Tim in the green room, Tim, are you politely saying something without saying something? And I got a no comment. So I don't know what's happening here. I've called it for months now that I think that the next Bethesda level, you know, purchase is going to be Steam. I've been calling for it. I'm probably wrong, but who knows? I could be right. I do want to move in to topic number one. Now, listen, there are many people in this community uh, that I uh, highly respect. One of those individuals is Benji Sales. Now, I have reached out to Benji to try and get him on this show. He has, of course, been on, um, I believe he was, was Benji Sales on RDX, um, Tim? Never on, never on RDX. Never no, on the RDX. I know he was on the Iron Lords for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love what Benji does with the I- industry. Uh, I think that he is someone that not only do I highly respect, I, I obviously trust when he drops uh, some big knowledge, bo- you know, knowledge bombs. But you know, in recent weeks, Xbox Game Pass uh, has exploded on the scene for a lot of reasons. Now, some of those reasons, of course, are smaller games like Octopath Traveler, which is still a $60 game if you try to buy it for the Nintendo Switch. Outriders, which I have over 60 hours of playing and I just can't stop. It's like crack. I All I want to do is play Outriders, but I have to produce these shows, so I have to make time for both, which sometimes is hard. And, of course, the MLB The Show, day and date with Series X and Series S Advanced for the price of free if you have your subscription paid off to let's say like 2022 like i do um but he dropped something on twitter that i thought was very interesting and a nice way to welcome tim here to talk about it and i again this is something i've been calling for weeks folks i've been saying this for weeks but he and i say he benji sales just added some salt to this to this delicious steak that's currently 
uh, being cooked on the grill. And he says, just a heads up, the contract for Final Fantasy VII Remake exclusivity to, on, on, to PlayStation ends in three days on April 10th, which has passed. Uh, if so, if Square Enix has any plans on bringing this to other platforms, such as PC or Xbox, they can start talking about it as soon as this month. Now, this was a tweet from Benji Sales. Uh, Tim, I want to go to you first on this. Listen, we know that Microsoft is dropping some serious coin to get right. big games into Xbox Game Pass. And I'm going to be honest with you. One of the biggest games of last year, and I think that still resonates, especially when you look at Microsoft and what they're doing. They're trying to make a dent into Japan. And what better game to get onto your Xbox Game Pass service than Final Fantasy VII Remake with potentially the upgraded visuals that PS5 is going to get. Now, here's the interesting part. Again, folks, this is complete hypothetical because no one has mentioned or announced anything, but we know that Phil is really serious about winning Japan. He's really serious about making a dent in this country and others to make Game Pass your first and only choice. Tim, what does this sound like something you believe is going to happen sooner than later? To be honest, the this one I'm getting mixed results on uh, as far as when I ask people or I ask uh, certain people that have gotten uh, information right. Um, there is a possibility that Sony did go into uh, uh, Square Enix and, and they re redid a deal uh, or so somehow keep it off of other platforms. But I, I don't know if that's really the case. If, if, if the case is, is that Xbox doesn't get it, that's the case. I think that there's somehow Sony threw more money at them or they, uh, they, they did some type of uh, contractual uh, language or something like that to keep it off other platforms, which would be shitty. But if, if it does come, I do feel that it could come later than sooner. I don't think it's coming this week, put it that way. Okay. Uh, I do think that um, it is something that Xbox, uh, listen, anything with Game Pass right now, third party is being looked at and uh you know uh the, the names that i'm hearing uh i just can't you know i i'm even telling the people i don't even want to hear anymore because it's it, they are go it seems like they're really going all out and they're, they're going to be spending a lot of money um it's just that being that they had a prior deal sony had with them it, it you don't know if they went back in because i listen like you said Final Fantasy VII is a big get. It was a huge seller. Um, it, it was a big thing for Sony last year. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think that Sony could have, um, you know, quietly went and, and, and tried to talk some deal or at least add six months uh, to exclusivity. But I do think in the end it's going to come. Uh, I just don't think it's coming that, that shortly. Or at least that's what I haven't heard. I, I, I've heard uh, people say outright it's not coming. Uh, other people say it's 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 coming, but at a later time. So, um, unlike some of the other stuff that I kind of got, uh, you know, good good quality feedback. This one, I'm I'm not getting that type of stuff. I'm hearing uh, a lot of question marks. So, uh, you know, I hate to be that guy, but 
right now. No, I mean, you, like, you know, you I'm, have your ear to the floor, Tim. I mean, obviously, yeah. if, if you would have heard something, you would have just come right on the air and said, yeah, hey, boom, listen, yeah, I did hear that. And, and guess right. what? It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> but I do think that it's still a possibility. I don't think that you could you could rule it out. Um, and hopefully, maybe I'm surprised that, you know, listen, the, the, the role that Xbox is on, you don't know what they're going to do. Uh, whether it be Final Fantasy or whether it be, uh, you know, Back in Blood or whatever that game is, I heard that they're going after third party. I heard that they're pushing Game Pass to the point where uh, it's never, you know, the, to limits it's never reached. They they want your uh, subscription. They want you to be, you know, locked in. Uh, a lot of people that subscribed uh, in, in 2019, I think that was the E3 that you were out there. Yep. Their, their subscriptions now. Are, are are coming to an end. Yours is coming to an end in 2022. Mine's coming into an end in 2022. There'll be a day that me and you pay $15 a month, and that's that's starting to happen. And those those are the uh, the prime the prime meat for Xbox because that's pure you know pure profit $15 a month of a sub. Yeah, I mean, listen. Here's the thing, with all of the 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 subscriptions that I currently have, like I have Hulu for life for free through Sprint, right? So that I don't have to pay for that. I don't even really use it. But I, but like everyone else, I have Shutter and I have Netflix and I have you know subscription after subscription. And to be honest with you, currently the one that I would gladly pay, even if they raised it a dollar, even if they raised it two wouldn't bat an eye in paying it as Xbox Game Pass Ultimate because, wow. I mean, the money, what you're getting for the money you're spending is ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it has, in just the last three, uh, the three games, Octopath, Traveler, Outriders, and, of course, on the 20th, you're going to have MLB The Show. You, 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 if you were to purchase those games individually, that's a year of Game Pass, folks. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 again the 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 value proposition is what Microsoft wants to win, and they are winning, in my opinion. So we'll 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 uh, we'll, we'll continue by by uh, grabbing the other panel members, um, you know, ears on this. First of all, my very good friend D Diaz two nineteen. He is just recovering from hip surgery. Hey, hope you're feeling better, brother. He's home. He's out of rehab, and he's starting to walk around on his own. So congratulations on feeling better, brother. And of course, thank you for the five dollars super chat with no message. He has no idea what happened to it, but. You know what? We're happy you're here, dude. Uh, first of all, let's welcome in Crispy Bomb, who jumped in at the last minute like someone jumping in from Roddy Roddy's Piper's Pit and hitting them with a chair. What's up, brother? How you feeling? <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Uh, yes, I answered the bat signal. as we Yes, like you did. <laughs> so I am here, and uh, I have no clue what we're talking about, but uh, well, let's you know what? do it. You know what? I we I will lead you on perfectly. You will have you'll have plus you always have a lot to say regardless of the situation. Right now we're talking about if Final Fantasy VII is coming to, of course, Xbox Game Pass. I'm gonna come back to you in a second. Let's get to Everborn Saga. Everborn, look, you are someone that I think is gonna take this ball and run for a touchdown. Uh you are uh, obviously uh your your whole your whole being is anime inspired with everborn saga and right now even though it's not the same final fantasy 7 holds a big big huge piece of many gamers hearts mine specifically because i had imported final fantasy 7 on the playstation 1 
beat it in Japanese using game facts, and then beat it again when it came out on the PlayStation 1 in America. Obviously, I didn't wait. I bought it on the PlayStation 4. I've enjoyed it. I got halfway through and just, you know, was playing so many other games. It just was, it got lost in the shuffle. I will play it on the Xbox. But my question to you is, do you think that Final Fantasy VII is important to Xbox Game Pass? Do you think we're going to see that happen sooner than later? Um, well, so here's the thing. I, it, to the first part of the question, yes, it's it's massively important. And sort of every month that it's not there, you know, I, I just feel like it was a miss, but uh, and it was a great grab for Sony. That said, I think... Tim is on to something because I think like if we were going to get it soon, right, I think that it would have, we would have heard something by now. There would have been rumblings, right? Nothing in, I know there's surprises for everything, but I, but nothing could have, like we already know of the game. And my question is, even if the exclusivity deal was done, have they been working on the Xbox port? for this whole time and 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 if they haven't then it's going to take time for that to come over and you know it could also be that if it is if it is something that they've been working on this whole time i think it would make more sense to release it at the same time as the uh what's it called integrate or something like that the one with yuffie yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Go yeah, ahead. so I think it would make more sense to announce it, like if 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 they are working on it, if they will have that, I think it it, it makes more sense. It's more advantageous marketing wise to to um, announce it then. Um, and I think that you know the problem. I I I think these um, the days are numbered for these timed exclusive deals. And I think what we've seen with Outriders and the success that they've seen, I think like we are witnessing the, the early stages of the, the industry changing, right? Because, you know, if you can go to a publisher and say, hey, you can sell your game wherever you want. And this is, I'm just echoing a little bit of what uh, of Brad Sam's take on this. You can go and sell the game wherever you want. We are going to, you know, back up a Brinks truck and take out some of the risk, you know, cover some portion or all of your development costs. You put it here in the service, even though it's available on other platforms, people look at it, you almost get the benefit of it being an exclusive. Like people talk about, you can't mention Outriders without mentioning Game Pass right now. That right? is a great, that's and, a fantastic and, point. And, and you know, and, something that could be, that could be, you know, I, I, a lot of people are saying, Everborn, that the success of Outriders is due to Xbox Game Pass. And 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 so now and I and you gotta think that a lot of people are taking note. And so I think that maybe if Battlefield wasn't in play before, but I think a deal like that they'd have to be working on for a while, but but I think the point still stands. If it wasn't in play before, I think this is has raised a lot of eyebrows, right? And I think that. Once you have effectively sort of created this, this free-to-play model for AAA games where you can release a game on Game Pass, more people will try it out. You'll have higher engagement numbers. And guess what? 
there's a lot of money that companies have to, that publishers have to spend on marketing, right? But how much free marketing do they get when they have a, a huge announcement in Game Pass like that? Well, right. they have play, they have they have shows like this. People on Twitter. First of all, the grass is. I want you I, I, to that point. The grassroots uh, technique is something that Microsoft has been doing. Now, granted, you've heard me criticize them to some extent when it's been too much grassroots. But this is this is a fantastic point that it, it shows like this, shows like RDX and Randall Thor and, uh, you know, with, with the Xbox 2 and the Xbox Ultimate Podcast and so many, many others that go out there and talk about Xbox Game Pass. It's free marketing, dude. And you know something? All they got to do is have one of us tweet and have a decent amount of followers. And people are talking about the new game in Xbox Game Pass, dude. And not and and look at all the articles on the uh, bigger mainstream sites yes. that 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 sort of are birthed from people in the community talking about things. So so again, I I think that you know you get a level of marketing that you can't buy on top of the marketing that you know Microsoft is going to pay for for you. The industry itself will you'll have organic growth and eyes on your game that you would have had to spend countless, maybe millions of dollars for, right? So this, it, it, it's sort of a, 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 it's a, it's a new, you have, it's a new way of thinking, right? And, and I think that we're going to see a lot more of these deals, whether it's Final Fantasy today or, or Battlefield tomorrow, you know, I think at this point, anything will be on the table and it will only get like the titles that will come in the potential of the titles the kind of AAA titles that come in will grow exponentially as the subscriber count for uh game pass grows exponentially sure. right and because now look at look at the engagement that that outriders has okay. when when um game pass is that let, let's call it 20 million at this point right the last thing we got was 18. Maybe it's more, maybe it's less. But what happens when it's 30 million or 50 million or 100 million? Yeah. How many eyeballs can you have on your game day one if you do that type of deal? And it doesn't preclude you from selling the game to people who are not subscribed, but every it will be on the consciousness of everyone. And they can do this. They can do these kind of deals until... 2022 2023 when their first party studios start start that when the avalanche starts of the of, of the first party games from bethesda and things like that so i think that this is how they will fill out the time until until that happens now tim i did want to ask you one thing i'm here what what uh because you know we're talking about the asian market here Mm -hmm. What do you think would be the sort of most plausible or uh, I, that you can say, because you probably know things you can't say, but what do you think is the most plausible or beneficial uh, Japanese acquisition? Well, I, I think that... So they can penetrate that market. I think that... Uh, here's my personal opinion on this, and, and, I, and, I, and I put this out there on Twitter. I know I know certain people read my Twitter, and no, you can take it, take it for what it is. But what I would do, um, Booty's maxed out at 15, okay? His studios, Booty, if there's going to be another acquisition, 
Uh, I doubt it's going to go under Booty. It probably might have to go under Bethesda uh, or whatever. But what I would do, and the Kojima stuff, uh, is I'm pretty sure it's real. So what that is, if that's his studio or if it's a game rights, we're going to find out soon. Um, but what I would do with J Japan, and, and you're very passionate and you seem like you want them to get into that market. I do too. But the only way I think that they can really gain market share there is, is that you basically make an Xbox West. You get a guy like Kojima yes. and mm -hmm. you have him run the whole thing and have, you know, have his, you know, he, he basically is their Phil Spencer. Um, obviously he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be working with Phil and under Phil, but you have to have people from Japan running Japan and pushing you know, a Japan product. That's the way I, I can only think that Xbox can go at this. Um, you know, each year they're improving, they're getting these games, but, uh, you know, the, the market is, 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 is a market that they can look at as growth because PC usage and also phones with xCloud. So it's not out of the realm that they could do something like that. And I personally, I would just throw a bucket load of money at Kojima and say, you can make your own game, but can you oversee a couple of studios? And I think that they, that would be a more welcoming way uh, that they can come out uh, through Japan, other than just, let's say, get deals and, and, and marketing uh, for certain games that they never got. You want them to, to want to make games on Xbox and to put Xbox... Uh, you know, bring it to where where it's you know they're thought of, and I just like I said, I I can only see it happen if if they get somebody in there that runs it, and and they have their own entity there, Xbox West, whatever you want to call it, just you know have a a subsidiary or whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, to make it you know obviously it's on the same level as the other studios, but have their 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 entity over there and build it out from there. I think that's the only way they can do it. I do think they have an opportunity now because if you look at a lot of studios, Konami, they got out of the console business. They're in the mobile business. It's just uh, Square Enix obviously is, is always going to be there, but I, I just think that they can, you know, if they start with Kojima and they get a couple of other studios, they could start to build it out and uh, it'd be a great thing. I think that it would be good for Game Pass. It would be good for xCloud. And, uh, you know, uh, I know Phil wants to do something in Japan. He's wanted the, the studio for the longest time. Uh, but I do think there's a, a lot of roadblocks uh, that he's met. Yeah, and that, 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 I think that's an important point because a lot of people think of, you know, the, the market cap of Microsoft as a company and think that you can just throw money at a problem. And, I, and it's not that simple, especially when you are not, in your home market. Like you can't just say, hey, we got a lot of money, you know, let us buy you or let us do a deal. Uh, it's, it's, I guess it's certain relationships that you have to build. And, you know, there's a lot of national pride that I think goes on with some of these things. So those deals aren't, I'm just saying those deals aren't as simple as let's throw some money. So that, that, that is a good point. Well, I, I'm going to say this. We obviously know that, uh, and to Tim's point, Matt Booty is is running and, and is in control of 15 studios. I think that is why you see the way that Bethesda set up, because Pete Hines is going to be the Matt Booty of Bethesda. 
obviously, and, and and they're going to run it. You know, everyone's going to be working together, and they're going to be running it one after another. And I think um, uh, Hideo Kojima, being that uh, you know, quote unquote, Matt Booty or Pete Hines, could be something special because obviously, let me tell you something right now. If you listen. I understand if Death Stranding wasn't your thing. I was publicly very critical of the game. It wasn't a, it wasn't a boom thing. My brother wound up buying it for me as a gift. I said, okay, you know what? I, he bought it for me. Let me play it. 60 plus hours later, I'm close to beating the game. And I, I, I absolutely loved it. Why I loved it wasn't so much for the game. It was for the behind the scenes multiplayer that really wasn't multiplayer that I thought was extremely fascinating. And regardless of whether or not you like Kojima, you don't like Kojima, you're somewhere in the middle, you think his games are too long or too weird, he is a force in the Japanese community, and he still holds a significant amount of weight. And if Microsoft is serious, and they are serious, because you've heard Phil Spencer talk about this, getting him to be involved in their future plans is a big deal. That's why I think getting games like Final Fantasy VII into Xbox Game Pass is ultra important. Now, we know Sony, they're dirty. We know that they, they they play dirty. We know that they love this ex, this ex, exclusive, uh, you know, situation, and they would love love nothing more than to keep Final Fantasy VII out of Xbox Game Pass. Because for crying aloud, they can't even keep their own first party studio out of Xbox Game Pass, thanks to MLB. But let, let's get middle edge gamer guy in here and get your opinion, Mag. Listen, this yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake is a, 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 an incredible piece of artwork that we're able to play if you didn't wait like me you understand what i'm talking about uh maybe again i can't say this for everyone final fantasy 7 is my jam especially the remake and it was incredible now again i have to get back to it i have not beaten it but i still bought it i bought the collector's edition and i absolutely loved every minute with it for you mag yeah do you think that this is something that is top priority to get into game pass yeah, and I think that it's already I think it's a priority that's already in my opinion, I think it's something that's already going to happen, just a matter of when. That's the way I feel about it. I have no basis for this. It's just a personal feeling. Because if you look at it, think about first of all, think about the company first. Now, I'm not talking about Microsoft, I'm talking about Square. Okay, these guys are not shy about taking cash from anybody. Okay? You look at the way that they operate. These guys are like a drug dealer in Brooklyn in the 80s. Okay? They'll take cash from kids. They don't care. Okay? You look at this situation. I mean, okay. Let, let's just play this out for a second here, okay? Outriders. Xbox. Game Pass. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7. Uh, sorry. Final Fantasy 16 going to PS5. Final Fantasy 7 went to Sony PS4. Uh, Near Automata went to Xbox Game Pass. Avengers goes to PS Plus, right? And then on top of it, and then why would it be out of the realm of possibility that Final Fantasy VII would end up in Game Pass? Now, I just listed all those games there by that publisher, okay? And they just go all over the place, back and forth, back and forth. They don't seem to have any kind of loyalty to that kind no, of thing. But you don't. know what their loyalty is? Their loyalty money. is money. It's business, <laughs> and it's smart. Because why close the doors on one person? Like, look at what happened to Capcom with Street Fighter V. Okay, look the at the worst fiasco. selling Street Fighter in the franchise's history, folks. If you don't Absolutely. believe me, look up the numbers. 
Exactly. Now, you don't think that they saw that? Everybody, I mean, boom, if everybody here on this panel in the chat saw that and understood that, you don't think Square was watching and they saw what happened? They're not going to, they're, they're going to talk to Sony, Sony approaches them. They're going to be like, hey, da, 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 da. let's take it easy there, folks. Okay. You're not getting everything. We're not going to lock it down. You can get timed exclusivity on this and that and the other thing. But after that, we're going to open up the market. Okay. But you got to pay up front. And look at what, like I said, look what happened to those other games. Nier Automata was not even released on the Xbox. And then when it did come to Xbox, it went to Game Pass, which thank God, because I didn't buy it on the PS4. Now, the interesting thing about the Final Fantasy VII, so I'm going to be jumping around a little bit here because no, my thoughts right. are going in a million directions here with this whole thing, okay? Final Fantasy VII, I did not play, and I did not play it for one reason only. I don't care that they had a year. I had plenty to play during this entire year. <laughs> yes, you okay? did. You know what I'm saying? And I still have a ba- my, ma- my backlog is shrinking, mind you, which is great. But the thing is, I've had plenty to do for the last year, so I wasn't really in a rush to do it. Plus, let's not forget that there's a part two and a part three coming out at some point. Maybe. (laughs) Like, we don't even know what's going on there. I haven't heard anything lately. But anyways, the point is, and to everybody else's point on the panel already tonight, is that Game Pass, to me, Game Pass, specifically MLB The Show, was the Thanos snap of the gaming industry. I uh, I agree 1000%. Okay? That moment, not Outriders, not anything else, what which out yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Outriders. I love Outriders. I think it's fantastic. Okay? But I'm just saying that wasn't the moment. For me, the Thanos snap was MLB the show. After that, <laughs> everything is on the table now. Yes. That is what changed the entire industry in my eyes and I think in a lot of people's eyes, okay? Who would have called that? Nobody called that. I've heard the biggest names in the industry saying that was the biggest shock that they've heard all year in 2021. It's was funny that. you say that. I actually read that from quite a, quite a few people within the industry who never saw that coming. Right. They never saw that coming. And these are the some of the biggest names in the biz. Right. Well, so the thing Sony is, saw that coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely saw it coming. Yeah. And they were hiding hiding under their blankets. But let me tell you something. The thing is, is that, like I said, again, that was the Thanos snap to me. So that changed everything. That changed everything moving forward. So now nothing is off the table. Okay? Nothing is off the table. That means that it is is well within the possibility that Final Fantasy VII will make it to Xbox Game Pass. Um, now let's. Now we know that the uh, the exclusivity ran out, what, today? Is it not today? The 10th, it ran out. Okay, so yesterday. Yes. Right. Okay, so it ran out yesterday. I don't think that there's any reason to announce it right away. And here's my reason why. I think that the reason why you want it, it's that whole thought of, especially from uh, consumers and fans and that kind of thing. doesn't matter what console it is or what you play on. Okay. Everybody has that same thing. What have you done for me lately? Right. And so the thing is, if you announce like, for example, look what they just did. Outriders game pass. That's just a matter of like what a month, not even ago, uh, maybe April about, first. about a month ago. April, April 1st. first. Okay, so Jesus, not even a month. Then you got MLB the show. You announced that like basically like a like a like a week after this situation. Why would you bother announcing Final Fantasy VII right now? Because then everybody's gonna go bananas. Everybody's gonna be like, oh my god, Xbox has won everything. It's over, the war is over. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, everybody's gonna say, So what now? What's next? And then all of a sudden, Phil's (laughs) gonna be sitting there going, What do you people want from me? I just gave you everything, and now you want more. (laughs) And and see, that's the thing. So what you do is you give these announcements time to breathe, okay? And by doing that, 
first of all, you get more engagement in each title that you release. Okay. You don't want to start hammering people in the balls every two weeks. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God. Then, then another game gets overshadowed. Then another game gets overshadowed by the next announcement. Then another game gets uh, overshadowed by the next announcement. Give them time to breathe, to get the engagement in each of those titles up. Okay. So right now outriders is riding high, no pun intended. Okay. And then of course, then you got MLB the show in May. Okay. That gives them time. Is it May or is it April? My goodness. I just, I just, I just April, 20th, April 20th. Okay. Okay. So April, but still that's almost a month. Okay, so the people that are going to be playing Outriders, you're going to have people who are now well engaged into that game and are going to continue to stay and play in that game. And it'll be kind of like a drop in, drop out scenario, right? Because let's say you go play like an MLB, the show for like, guys, let's go play a couple of, ga- uh, a couple of ball games here. Okay, and then all of a sudden when you're done, you're like, hey, you know what? You guys want to jump into Outriders for a little bit because you've already gone through maybe the story, maybe you're doing some end game stuff, maybe you're doing some whatever, right? Doing little side missions, whatever. But you're keeping those people engaged. If you bring out, like, let's say if you bring out the titles too close together, what ends up happening is, like I said, they get shadowed out by the new one. So I would think that what they need to do, give them time to breathe, like I said, and then maybe Final Fantasy in May, maybe Final oh, Mac, Fantasy. Mac, Mac, yes. Let, let, me, let me tell you how to do it. All We're right. Gonna, Phil is going to wait if, if this is happening, right? We don't know. Yeah. But this is the way you do it. You got the deal already. Sorry, you already the, the ink's dried. They've been developing it for the past year. You you know that that April is covered, right? But the week before you say nothing, the week before Integrate comes out for yep. PlayStation and everybody thinks they're getting it, that's when you come out and say, yes. Oh, guess what? That's Next good point. gen version of it available, uh, Game Pass day one. Phil exactly. sends out the tweet. Just because he wants you to know who did this to you. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then he says, <laughs> and then he says, puts the knife in your heart and says, "For the watch." That's right. <laughs> exactly for the watch. Yeah, I love it. That's the North great. doesn't forget. Uh, so yeah, so you have like these things. Th- those those are all possible. Those are all possibilities. Let's say they do that. I think that that's a realistic possibility. If they do not do that, the next realistic possibility would be that their uh, digital conference at E three. Then all of a sudden you say, by the way, the next gen version of Final Fantasy is available right after the show. You know how they do that every year? The last yeah. couple of years they've been doing that. They've been dropping a game on Game Pass the day of. And then all of a sudden, by the way, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard or whatever time, Pacific time, blah, 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 the game is dropping today. So then all of a sudden the hype gets even more. And as people are watching the show, they're like, oh, my God, this is great. It gives it gives more incentive to keep in there. Now, again, I just want to I don't I don't want to keep going on forever about spacing things out, but you got to space things out. You got to be careful now, because now you're thinking about this. Now I'm now I'm hearing not just from Tim Dog. I've heard it from two other people about Resident Evil. Whether this is going to happen or not, God knows. Okay, about Resident Evil Village. Okay, so now all of a sudden, let's say Resident Evil Village gets thrown in the mix. Resident Evil oh, Village is the first, it's the first week of May. Yeah. So now, where do you put Final Fantasy? Let's just say that Resident Evil Village does happen and it gets in there. And by the way, that'd be another slap in the face, right, to Sony, because Sony <laughs> has the marketing rights to that. That that would be right. That but, would be that would be man. Wow. Doesn't that open up a whole new can of worms? Now that's yeah. the whole new can of worms is this. And it's something that Everborn was talking about a little bit earlier in his in his talk, okay? When he was talking about Outriders being synonymous with Game Pass, because everybody recognizes it as like, oh yeah, Outriders Game Pass. It reminds me of how Destiny was with the, how it was synonymous with the PS4. Mm-hmm. You remember how a lot of people thought that Destiny was basically a PlayStation exclusive? Yeah. I yes, that's a great point. A lot of people did not know that it was even it's on Xbox. Very true. Okay, so then what ends up happening there? 
So now all of a sudden you get that RE8, okay, into Game Pass, and now you've turned the screws on Sony even more now because now, yeah, they got the marketing rights, which they had to dish out cash for, which that cash went into the development of the game and certainly into the marketing of the game. Now all of a sudden it's going into Game Pass. You've taken that thunder once again right out of sony's hands do you and understand th- you know what i'm saying that it would logistically be as if microsoft had the marketing rights exactly because no one would talk about the playstation version right so you see so now where does final fantasy fit maybe you wait till june now well isn't maybe you june wait when, the, when the the the, the, the uh, next gen uh version right. is supposed to come out so yes maybe right. they do wait for yeah that's a great point so that's what i'm saying i, I agree with or E3. And then, you, and then, and then, oh, the immortal words, wait till E3. But you know what I'm saying? In all seriousness, in all seriousness, yeah. that is, that is a distinct possibility. So yeah. then that you would drop it and you would drop it that day. Smart delivery brings you the next gen uh, upgrades, ver- everything. Okay. Frames, whatever the hell you want to play, whether you want to play, uh, you know, fidelity or you want to play performance, whatever. It's available that day. And you know what? That is that. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I mean, that's just my call. But like I said, this is all just speculation. But man, after MLB the show, it's it's open season right now, and like we just don't know what they're going to do. And this this is another thing to your point, Mac. Every game that comes like like a multi-plat game that comes day and yeah. date to Game Pass, where you have to pay for it on mm-hmm. Sony. It gives the impression in the minds of the audience and yes. uh, of the consumer that Xbox has stolen this from PlayStation, right? And yeah. it also gives this feeling of Sony is ripping you off. Like, like Xbox it, just wants to give you games. Right. But but and whether this is true or not, that is the impression it gives. The and impression so right. and the public perception. Right. And even even if Sony has the marketing rights, people will talk about it, how Sony is charging you all this money while Game Pass is giving it to you. And another thing, I, just one earlier point, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, people took advantage of the 2019 deal and they only paid a dollar. You didn't pay a dollar. Right. Because you had to pay for Xbox Live. Yes, correct. Yes. So, so, so it's not, it's not, you might've gotten it for half price, but you did not pay a dollar. So people saying you people that we paid a dollar for it is just not true. Yeah, right? I still have to pay you 180 bucks. It. Exactly. So basically, basically you paid uh, $5 a month for it as opposed to $10 a month for it. So you got it half price. That's not the same as saying you got it for free or paid for a dollar for it. So every sub is uh, making money and going back into the Game Pass pot to pay for new deals. So, but anyway, that's just something that annoys me when I hear. No, no, that's then, okay. Listen, Crispy Bomb, let's get your opinion on this because you have been a, a proponent for Game Pass for quite some time. Uh, whether, and, and, this, and you, you were in on Game Pass day one because of the value then, but now the value proposition is not to be believed. For you, seeing and hearing everyone's opinions about a Final Fantasy VII, uh, I mean, listen, again, we, I didn't you know, didn't, didn't expect to talk about Resident Evil rumor, but we've heard some big rumors. We've heard the Mass Effect um, HD remaster. We've heard Battlefield Six. Now we're hearing Resident Evil 8, and of course we're talking Resident Evil 7, even if they only got two of the four. My God! Talk about value. Do you think Final Fantasy VII is important to get into Game Pass? 
Uh, I think it's important for the Japanese market especially, but also even people that are hanging on to the the PlayStation because of uh, games like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, my, my best friend, he literally can play that game for days on end. Um, you know, it's one of those things where he's like, if this was on Series X, I'd be playing it. That's what he's told me a hundred times. Wow. He has a PS5 and a Series X. And he's like, if this was on Series X, I'd be playing it right now. And, you know, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, Phil sees the engagement, you know, from from the world on a game like Final Fantasy VII. Because I watched him play it. It's not my bad. Not my type of thing. But I watched him play it. And it's it's complete anarchy. I mean, I don't even understand, especially when you're playing with other people, how you gauge what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I just I don't understand it, but he loves it. And he's like, dude, as soon as this is on Series X, you know, I'm done. And I feel like, you know, at this point, you know, you look at what Outriders has done. And if they're going to sell more being on Game Pass, which seems to be the case these days, then I don't see why they wouldn't do it. Um, also, are we going to ignore the fact that, you know, we, uh, we all hear all the jokes and everything. Oh, game pass fodder. Well, guess what? That shit's over people. We got yeah, real games. Indeed it is. It never really was true anyway. I mean, it no, was but a- you know what? You know what? Now you can't say otherwise because when you got MLB, the show, which is the best baseball game you can have. Mm-hmm. And you got Outriders. Outriders is is what I'd call an experiment for them to throw it in there and say, you know what? We didn't know what this game was going to bring, but all of a sudden, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I don't think they knew how to handle it. I think that's why there were so many issues on the servers. They didn't they didn't understand that people like myself, who already know knew the developer, people who could fly who already is a gearhead, okay, just said, I'm not even going to mess with the demo. I'm just going to play the game. And I think they gauged their their servers and everything else off the demo and didn't realize that people are just already invested in the game. Or, you know, before even Game Pass, I was going to buy it. And then all of a sudden they're like, it's in Game Pass. I'm like, well, you just saved me $60, $70. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Because it's up my alley. It's it's like, you know, it's it's one of those games that, you know, yeah, I'm not a fan of Destiny, which it kind of has those feels. But at the same time, I'm a huge fan of Gears and I'm a huge fan of Division. So it had enough. And, and now it, it feels like I'm playing a third person Destiny kind of. Yeah. After does. I've watched after I've watched enough people play Destiny, I don't play it myself, but I'm like. You know, you have these kind of powers, and I get it now. Now I get their perspective about Destiny. Never trashed it, but I get it. And that's the beauty of freaking Game Pass, people. Yeah. You know, you, you got and you got Sony sitting here. We're gonna make those AAA bangers. We're going all in on that. But what about the little guy? Yeah. What about the guy that's gonna pull out the game that's gonna blow your mind? I mean, you think Ori would be as good as it was if Xbox didn't invest in it? No, I mean, seriously, think about it. Like you're going to lose, miss out on a lot of games. If you don't help out the little guy. And I feel like PlayStation literally just said they're done helping out the little guy. They sure enough did. Yep. They're They're done making new experiences in my opinion. Okay. And that's where you go and falter. And don't get me wrong. The gears, halo, 
Forza argument was legitimate at the time, but we're in a new era. We're in a new console cycle, and I'll tell you right now, what they got coming is going to blow people's minds yep. with the power of this Series X. And they're just waiting for E3 to start it and whatever other show they got to show what they got coming next year because they need the consoles in people's hands. Until then, I'm sure we're going to see a couple AAA bangers come to Game Pass uh, as Outriders did because we didn't think it was going to be a AAA banger, but it is. And you got MLB the show. I, I see a... a wholehearted approach of saying we don't have anything until halo infinite truly triple a let's bring in some of these third parties and help them out now i think these developers with the outrider scenario are feeling like they could get helped out by this get some eyes on it get some people tweeting like whoever else said you know what i mean hey it's here it's good you know what i mean come play it and and i think that's a big deal to them no, hey, crispy, I, I, hey, hey, crispy. I, I heard somebody say the only Game Pass fodder is PlayStation games. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> hilarious. You know, but I, I, I'm i not one of those, like, like you like what you like. Like I said, Ooh. I don't like Final Fantasy VII, but I know my friend, and I could see the hundreds of people in, in a server he's playing with, and I'm not ignoring that. And that's where I go and say, this game might not be for me. I might not ever touch it, but I know someone, somebody's going to pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. We're, 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 let's let's get Tempest Sun's uh, a point on this, and then we're going to get to the big topic. I, I figured we were only going to get to two, but uh, the, the next topic is is massive, and, and the next topic we're going to go into is how the uh, the media has turned, has officially turned on Sony, and Xbox has become the darling of this new next generation. Uh, Tempest Sun, you are someone that loves JRPGs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for you. How important do you personally think, you know, besides you wanting it to be there for you, is Final Fantasy VII to Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, and Xbox Game Pass? It's huge for them. Um, it'd be huge for me. I technically beat that game twice. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. I have this weird thing where I'll beat a, I'll get like 90% through a game, and if I really like it and I don't want it to end, I'll be a nut job and I'll restart it. Nothing <laughs> so wrong with that. No, listen, dude, that. you like what you like, dude. That's yeah. a, that's a fan. Yeah, so I did that with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, not a perfect game by any means. I had issues with it, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. And um, listen, it's Final Fantasy. It's one of the most prestigious Japanese IPs out there. Um, it'd be a huge deal. And um, I can't remember who said it. I think Everborn said it. If you make the announcement right before it drops on PS5 and that it's going to be on Game Pass, it really would be the ultimate slap in the face. Uh, We hear that these games sell more when they're on uh, Game Pass. Look at Outriders. Uh, It's like the top-selling game on Xbox right now, and it is on Game Pass. So, yeah, yeah, so it's – you don't think it would be that way, but a lot of people do use this service as almost a rental fee. You rent the game, you like it, you know, eventually it will probably leave unless, of course, it's a first party IP and, uh, you know, you buy it Um, or it's just it's almost like a word of mouth thing. You look at a a new drop on Game Pass and you see that 20, 30, 40 people on your friends list are all playing this one game. And if you had no prior knowledge of it, you'll be like, what the heck is Outriders? You look into it and if it's for you, you buy it, especially if you don't have Game Pass. Um, but I think the big play here, uh, I don't know if anybody's mentioned yet, is um, 
the Nintendo Switch is so ridiculously huge in Japan, but one thing the Switch does not have, it does not have Persona, and it does not have console-based JRPGs like Final Fantasy VII Remake or Final Fantasy VII XV. Uh, I believe um, xCloud is launching a little bit later this year, uh, like fully launching in Japan. So if you can time that with a Game Pass release, that means the Japanese market doesn't even need to purchase an Xbox. They can sign in on their phone and play these console-based JRPGs straight on their telephone. And that's powerful, especially for something like a JRPG, especially if it's a, 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 a traditional one, like something like um, uh, uh, what just came out. Um, that game that just came out, you're playing it, boom. I started playing it too. The, oh, uh, Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler. Something like that that doesn't require like super, super good timing per se. Um, plus, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people in Japan that actually played the 360 generation of Ooh. Xbox exclusive JRPGs. Yeah, great point. Those are going to be backwards compatible. At least I think most of them will be. So you're taking stuff like Lost Status, Odyssey, Blue Dragon, things like that, and releasing it to a whole lot of people that didn't trust Xbox back in the day, and they can play it streaming. So I think uh, they're going to be doing some very smart things in Japan. Will it cut through and actually make them a real force to be uh, reckoned with? I don't know. I do not know, but I love the fact that they're going to try. Uh, It means a lot to me personally. And let me just say it again. Imagine before Nintendo Switch gets it, and that's the important thing, before Nintendo Switch gets their hands on Persona 5 Royal, if Xbox manages to do that and they are the first mobile platform to get Persona 5 Royal – it's going to be. I, it's going to be. That's it. Uh, game over. I can't imagine it not being. I really yeah. can't. No. Uh, yeah. So I mean, if they're smart about this and really <laughs> put their eggs in certain baskets, uh, I really think they could make a, a, a dent in Japan uh, because right now, let's face it, Nintendo Switch is huge. But the Nintendo Switch is just that. It is the Nintendo Switch, and um, I, you know, if they get the streaming quality high enough over there, you're going to be taking way better than switch quality graphics gameplay you name it something that's not possible on the switch and you're going to make it possible on everybody's samsung phones over there or iphones no absolutely fantastic point i mean listen folks this has been a what a way to open up the show i mean not only did we have some incredible special guests we had uh obviously crispy bomb jumping in so thank you for that crispy let me catch up on some of these super chats and we have actually a new uh channel member i face crook uh thanks again for joining brother super appreciate it listen if you'd like to join uh double barrel gaming just hit that join button you there's a five dollar one and there's a ten dollar one if you want to show support even more let me get to one of the, some of the super chats nightwolf 3186 drops are very generous five dollars super chat says evening guys great to see you here tim boom i'm just sitting here enjoying the brand new series x while listening to the show well congratulations brother that's right nice. he got his he got his last week i'm i'm very happy for you but let me just catch up on a few of the other ones that have come in uh psychonauts in the chat drops a very generous two dollars and shout out to everyone on this amazing panel shout out to psychonauts thanks for being here um we had um davikin 89 drop an additional two dollar super chat and says it's safe to assume game pass saved outriders well i mean i don't know if it saved it but i definitely well, uh, it definitely gave it a shot in the arm for sure outriders uh, is insanely popular not to cut in but it is insanely popular right now so and actually it's funny you it say that 
because someone, someone sent me a DM with the numbers of what it's what, how many people are playing it on Steam. Three hundred and twenty nine active, three hundred twenty nine thousand active players this evening for Outriders yeah, on Steam, and that they had to pay for. That was not in Xbox Game Pass for PC, which I, is bananas. I not to cut. I have a real question. Sure. Do you think Steam was going to have those numbers before the hype? brought on by the game pass announcement i don't think so i i don't think so i i think that this is this is a big win for square for mm-hmm. xbox for xbox game pass but more importantly people can fly yeah. because people are really gravitating to a game that they were not sure about and thanks to what happened with xbox game pass exploding this game Everyone is talking about it. Everyone wants in on it. And they are, I mean, listen, they, they made a lot of money on this game. I'm sure Square is very happy with the success. I'm sure people can fly or very happy. And more importantly, Xbox is at the core of the conversation. Getting at, getting this into Xbox Game Pass was freaking huge. Also, not to, I, real quick, real quick. Yeah. You, you know what this also did for these Steam users, Boom? is peace of mind too often because i'm one of them you'll purchase a game on steam and if you go on a small break or, or what what have you you'll come back to an audience that's just not there uh the numbers aren't there by being in a service like game pass because it's cross play uh, i think it gave a lot of pc players a peace of mind meaning i'm going to get this game and the community is going to be massive yes that's exactly what happened it, it is massive um, I don't know the numbers for Xbox, but I can only imagine Xbox numbers have to be close or matching those of PC. So what you're talking about is possibly upwards around, let's not forget it's on PlayStation 2, of like 600K people playing concurrently on this game, which is unbelievably massive, yeah. massive numbers. Another, so, uh, a, a, another point to, the, you know, to, the, to all take note of is that it's also like the number three game paid game like right now on the xbox store right like that it's like behind what like fortnite and cod yes it on xbox where you can get it in game pass so so this is the thing and it comes back to the why i think we're going to be surprised by the 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 top tier sort of triple a games uh that come into the service because we're, we're seeing a halo effect and it is, it is, and this is what I meant. Like uh, maybe free marketing is 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 um, too simple a term to look to to categorize it as, but it, it it is it is this halo effect where more people will hear about the game, and even if they're not in Game Pass, because you hear about a game all the time, and everyone's talking about it, and everyone's playing it, you're going to buy it on your platform. Yeah, no, so I, I, I think this is there's we're going to see a lot. We're, will be surprised by the things we're going to see. And the more successes they have, the bigger titles you'll see going there. No, 100%. Real quick, Gerald Mack in the chat drops a very generous final super chat and says, good evening, Mr. Boomstick, Everborn, and the rest of the esteemed panel. Sorry I'm late, but what did I miss? Nothing much so far. We're just talking about Xbox Game Pass and you know how it's become the next exclusive. RNF in the chat drops a very generous final super chat and says, Undead Labs has gone on record to say, more people are playing Stave Decay 1 on Game Pass now 
than when it first launched. Keyword longevity. Uh, great point. Uh, we have Joe 90 Superstar drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Love how MLB was announced by Phil himself. This was the same the with all big announcements that uh, that have significant meaning. Phil will have his name on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, let's let's uh, let's let's move on to first of all. We got another channel member um, that jumped in. Um, game game gamers play HUD zero has become a channel member. Thanks so much for that, dude. Super appreciate it. But let's uh, let's move on to the top, Nick. Then the main topic of hey, conversation. Uh, but, but 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 boom! Before you move on, I think yes, we sir. got like almost six hundred people watching here. Can we can we get a couple of more likes here? That that would be good. I'd be tremendously appreciated if we could. Six hundred people in the chat—that's pretty big. I wasn't even paying attention. Hit just hit hit the like button if you can. Helps us out a lot. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I definitely appreciate you saying that, folks. If you are if you're enjoying the show, and I think we've put on one hell of a first hour. Um, someone's breathing heavy in the mic. I don't know who that is. Um. Um. Uh, I mean, listen, folks. You're, you're, oh, that's okay, dude. That's all right, Tim. No problem. Don't worry about it. Listen, look, here's the thing. The main topic, as, as you can see, that we're going to be talking about is how the gaming media has turned on PlayStation, making Xbox the revered champion of this generation so far, folks. I mean, again... The generation just started November 10th, November 12th, respectively. But my God, has the tide turned? Folks, I would even dare say that this seems to be based on the Jason Schreier article that released on Friday that stopped the internet in its tracks, folks. A 2013 situation for PlayStation. And you know something? Being... being, ex-law enforcement, if I'm going to prosecute a case, I have to bring evidence, right? I have to make sure that I have the evidence to back up my claims. Well, folks, I not only have some evidence, I have a shit ton of evidence, and I'm going to break it down, and we're going to get into Tim Dog and the rest of the panel to break this down. Now, listen, like the old saying goes, the ship has sailed, and now with Sony, and PlayStation and its millions of fans, they find themselves sitting behind the eight ball with article after article of bad news that has proven one thing. Something is seriously wrong at PlayStation. Now, folks, here we go. Sacred Symbols, run by Colin Moriarty, who was a guest on my brother's podcast, The Iron Lords, a couple of weeks ago, uh, did an uh, uh, his re- his recent podcast, which uh, I'm subscribed to, obviously through Patreon, and uh, it was called SOS PlayStation, folks. SOS PlayStation. The next article comes in from ComicBook.com, titled "Sony Slammed by PlayStation Fans Over Contentious New Report," talking, of course, about what Jason Schreier reported on. And this is how you know what's going really bad, folks. IGN's Brian Altano, who is PlayStation fan number one. This is what he had to say. 
great reporting from Jason Schreier. Even if the actual story is a bit disheartening as a PlayStation fan, I get Sony's emphasis on big blockbuster games, but so much of PlayStation's history is equally defined by the weird, smaller, experimental titles too. Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. This is the title of his article that stopped the world in its tracks. Sony's obsession with blockbusters is stirring unrest within the PlayStation empire. Here's one from Games Radar. PlayStation Now versions of Marvel's Avengers and Borderlands 3 blocked uh, blocked the next-gen upgrades for a service that you're paying for. Here's one from our good friends at VGC, short for Video Game Chronicles. Xbox is in is reportedly in talks to publish Hideo Kojima's next game. Here's another one. Director confirms Days Gone 2 was pitched, but won't be won't be verified by Sony's rejection report. X Ben Lead says Days Gone would have featured a share universe with co-op. Shame that we'll never get it. Naughty Dog remaking the remaster of The Last of Us. I don't understand why. And finally, and I think this is the dagger in the heart of of PlayStation as a company in recent weeks, MLB The Show comes to Xbox Game Pass for free, and it costs PlayStation 5 owners $75 for the PlayStation version here in the U.S. Tim, this was 10 days worth of stories and i could have Great added an, i could have added another six to ten but we only have so much time tim this is something's going on at sony something's going on at playstation and you know what's even more telling tim jim ryan and herman holst haven't said a bloody thing They've been silent. They've been quiet. This is not the same Sony of 2019 and even 2020. What is going on at Sony, and are they in trouble? Well, you should be a lawyer because that was the best uh, whatever defense or (laughs) offense that I've ever seen in my life. You have me right now, like, worried about them (laughs) about that. Uh, you know, you, you put it well. Really good, really good research. Really good uh, stuff that you picked out. Um, for real. Uh, yeah, it looks like. Thanks, uh, Tim. Listen, Trust listen, me, I work I on these shows in the mid, and when everyone's sleeping, I'm up working on these shows. Yes. Yeah, so, so listen, I see. It's kind of for me. It's kind of like I, I, I don't know. I can be real about the situation, but I kind of do feel like bad for them. Like I feel. I feel I do feel like something up. If you, you you really think you look at it, they're saying, "Oh, we're going to take the big bet. We're going to take the you know large market uh, idea of just pushing you know huge games, make remakes or remakes. I mean, uh, and then another remake, and then another one, uh, and then and you know, and the thing is, is those, they actually might sell, and it might, and, and it's a safe bet in a way, but. Like Altano said, uh, the things that make you love a system are not always the big things. There's always things that, you know, uh, you know they have their history. You look at uh, Jax or you look at some of their smaller games. You look at like Ori. Ori was the best game last generation. 
<laughs> so you know, when you turn your back on that and i hate to say because this is where like chala and xbox they're just off and running on this this is you know they're they're throwing money to it and it's smaller studios and they'll they'll find their games that they love but they're set up sony i don't know they're they're just that, that that's not a good strategy i don't think and i think the fans know that and for Jim not to talk and to respond about the MLB thing, that's kind of an, an F you to the fans. I agree, 100%. You know, I was like, I was saying behind, and I think even, even Xbox thinks that. And I got the, the answer I got from Xbox that says, well, all we hear is that they're all confident. So they're either now, now we're talking, are, are they tone deaf? Like that, you no know, and that's a fan, that's a fantastic question. You know, something to your to to, to your point, uh, Tim. I actually think that they are. I think that you know we thought we thought for for many many years that once what I put it to this way. Um, and here and this is how you let me tell you. You know what? I want to add something to the evidence, defense attorney, <laughs> before we move forward, Tim. On Friday, <laughs> on Friday, Sean. Layden, ex-head oh, of yeah. PlayStation, was favoring tweets about the negativity <laughs> going on at Sony. People calling for... he. I, folks, listen. I've been a big proponent of Sean. I don't know him. I would love to interview him. I thought Sean Layden was the heart and soul of PlayStation. And when he got moved to the side like an old sack of potatoes and asked to leave. We don't, we didn't hear from him for a year and he, this is an ex PlayStation head favoring negative tweets about Sony's behavior. Folks, this is how, you know, pardon my French kids cover the years. The shit has hit the fan, Tim. Yeah. You know, very good. You know, I, I I saw all that and yeah, he's actually, he's living it up. And usually you take the high road there, but they must have did him dirty. When they when they left, when they got rid of him, it was very strange. Think about that, too. Again, they were protected because Tony was the darling last generation. But when he was fired, they just, like, basically kicked him to the side. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's been, it's been, listen, I feel bad for Tony in a way, but in a way I don't because I think that, you know, I don't think Jim's a good leader. I never no. thought Jim was a good I think he's a moron. I've always thought he's a moron. He always stupid comments. I hate to say, he just looks like a dick. I don't know. I just don't like the guy. Um, but you know, I just I don't think he's good. I think he's. I think he's, it's possible that it, it might come to the point where if Sony starts like losing sales and Xbox like really starts to make a, a run, and you know things are are, are really murky. You gotta get rid of the guy at this yeah. point, you know. You, I mean, for uh, all you know, they know. could be bringing, they could bring Sean back. But you, well, listen, they, yeah, they, they could bring anybody. They bring listen. Their fan base is pissed. But the thing is, they didn't even answer their fan base. They said, "You know what? We're just behind me on the computer." How many times did Phil had answer about a freaking light on on a freaking uh, in Redmond? You know, like like these people may feel. Uh, when they there was any kind of things, they were all over him. He always answered. He always listen. You don't think Phil would say anything? If this sure he would. Phil would uh, would do a one on one with somebody. He would yeah, sit he would down with somebody. For this. And here, Jimmy, where's Jim? 
I mean, think about that. You, you listen. You see, that's why. Listen, I, there is a possibility that he says, "Okay, PS Plus, day one, um, you, you get it for free." That's the only answer. And if he did that, that would get a lot of goodwill. But he's not answering it, and I think that 420 is going to be a bad day for him because you know what? It's just going to just this whole thing that that happened is going to happen again, and people are going to be showing screenshots, and it's going to be just going on and on. You have to address that situation. So the leadership is screwed in, in that aspect. And so he sucks. This guy probably needs to go. At, the, at, this, at this point, you got to start looking at the guy and saying, I don't know. I, for me, I, I'm an Xbox guy. So I like I said, I, I stayed still clear of it. My Twitter was kind of quiet about it. But if you really ask me, the guy's a disaster. I mean, they're definitely going bad. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, the generations usually go a certain way, they stay that path, you know, so I don't think Xbox is going to be kicked on its neck anytime soon, they're going to keep getting stronger, and Sony's going to keep having mishaps, I think, you know? I have a question for you, Tim, before I get everyone in on the conversation. Tim, let let me ask you this, You, you, you said something that was interesting that sparked this in my brain as I'm sitting here listening to you, and you said on 420, when people start taking screenshots and people are saying, "Yeah, I'm playing, uh, playing the MLB the Show and yeah. holding their, their <laughs> holding their their Xbox controllers to the screen, <laughs> right?" Because you're going to get a lot of that, right? Oh yeah. Here, here's my question to you. You said it's going to get bad, but here's here's a scenario I want you to want to play with for a second. It's going an Xbox Game Pass day and date, right? It's it's a, it's getting an audience it has never had. There's been millions and millions of fans starving for a baseball game on Xbox. We know that they have over 20 plus million subscribers. Now, granted, baseball is a bit niche, but mm-hmm. here's my question to you, Tim. What if five days after the 25th, we start seeing that the population of this game is two to one to Sony, three to one to Sony, four to one to Sony, six million players playing MLB the show, 10 million downloads on Xbox Game Pass, and Sony manages to squeak out 1.7, 1.9 million copies sold. How does the conversation hey, change then? Hey, let me just add one point to that. Boom. Sure, sure. I think what we are going to see, because I, I don't even think you could, like, yes, the, the engagement number of users in Game Pass versus uh, Sony will could potentially be higher, but think about what the Game Pass effect does is if I didn't spend 60 or $70 on a game, how much extra disposable income do I have for in-game uh, items, for, for microtransactions? And so, and that's where these, these games yes. live. So if yes. the game ends up making a great deal more money in microtransactions over the long haul, what is that going to say? Well, it's like this is all sparked the conversation that we're all here and we're doing it. So that's maybe what was intended. But the thing is, is that if that does happen, like what, 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 uh, you know, that you said, um, that would be that's just continuation of the bad news, you know, and, and, you know, we, I didn't really cover the, th- th- the the big, you know, I talked about Altano, but this is a huge deal, and we're talking about it, and we're talking about 420. Uh, I do think it's going to be a big deal, and, and the fact that he didn't answer and he didn't own up, 
is going to blow up in his face for 20. That's my, you know, it's going to be an interesting day on Twitter. I'll tell you that, Mark. <laughs> you know what, Everborn, jump into this conversation. Yeah, well, here. On, Listen. On, on. On 420, he might have to uh, hit a blunt. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. 420, <laughs> You know it's going to be crazy. Everybody, Look, everyone's going to be on edibles on freaking on Twitter. It's just going to be insane. Listen, it's Twitter on 420 is going to be crazy already because it's 420. But uh, when, you, <laughs> when you when you sprinkle in, and I say sprinkle in, and I'm being facetious, uh, MLB the show, we're, we're now, we're, it's going to be like lunacy. Everborn, here's the thing. You heard the evidence I brought to the conversation, and every one of those articles were articles that were retweeted and read and shared, and the news onslaught, should I say the bad news onslaught, is in itself is a public relations nightmare, but this is where it gets interesting. To Tim's point, no response from Herman Hulse. No response from Jim Ryan, dance head of moves. Sony. You gotta, you gotta they, yeah, they basically buried their heads in the sand and they are getting pounded by the media. Folks, this is the same Sony that was heralded as the champion of gaming justice for seven years. And now it seems as if they have fallen off a cliff. What heck is going on at sony everborn all right so first i want the first thing i want to say is just to to tim's point if this gets to a place where um where xbox starts sort of firing on all cylinders and they want to make a move like a, a change in leadership at that point it's too late at that point because the, the trajectory that Microsoft is on, if they don't change course sort of now to address those uh, the, the shift in the market, you're you're not it's you're not going to be able to catch that. You're not going to be able to catch up with them. They'll they'll already be like you'll be on Main Street and 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 Xbox will be like on Mars, right? So so that's that. <laughs> but but now I am going to play Al Pacino just for a second. Right, Devil's Advocate, good movie. Check it out. Anyway, um, the thing is, all this sounds very familiar, and 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 we back in let's say May or April of last year, when Sony was sort of hiding about the specs and they were hiding the design of the console because it's a Sasquatch. Everybody said, "What's going on with Sony? Things are going on. They're having." Uh, chip yield issues and everything's going on and they stayed silent and then when they showed off the games everybody shut up and everybody forgot about it right and I think that we like I while I agree with everything that's going on I know how uh, of the moment the 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 media is and the sort of Xbox community. So I think even though they're they're making all these bad decisions and, and it seems terrible, and I agree with that, and I do not think they're well positioned for the future. I think the reason they've been able to skate by this long is not unsimilar to the way Nintendo is able to get away with things that no one else could do, like sell you cardboard, right? I think <laughs> Sony can continue to do what they do and once they show off some game trailers, all will be forgotten, right? And I think the, the current uh, 
uh, onslaught of negative articles. There, they saw the amount of uh, clicks that Paul Tassie got, and this is separate from Jason Schreier because thing. But they saw that, and they're jumping on it. And they did this at the beginning of the three. The 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 um, they do this every generation, right? Like they sort of say, okay, where are we gonna get traffic from? They saw how much traffic mm -hmm. got, how much people were sharing it. Now everybody has a negative article because then we had been beat up all generations. So we're all too happy to share these things. And I'm saying, you know, even though they might be right, let's be careful who we, you know, uh, before Very we think that the 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 the, the tide has changed it right? well, well you know i mean well, well, hold, hold on just a second because i i agree with you no one's sleeping on sony listen if anyone has 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 banged the sony drum when it, it it's me i have always talked about how their marketing and messaging has been nothing short of astounding and i and i and i stay to that point but you have to admit that the reason why Sony is quiet is because maybe Sony cannot deliver God of War in 2021. Maybe they can't even deliver Horizon uh, Forbidden West because of the COVID situation. Okay. So maybe all we're getting as Sony fans, and I say all because I'm buying that, you know, because I have a PlayStation 5, is Returnal, which I'm not buying for $70. I'll get it on sale. Ratchet and Clank is a day one, and we don't know what else is coming out for the rest of the year. We just don't. And again, we you have to look at the onslaught of bad news that has dug a hole that's six feet deep for Sony. We didn't even talk about Japan Studios closing and them looking yes. to make smaller games with that studio. They they they, uh, they don't they want to move away from making the smaller games, but they want only big blockbusters, which is why they're making remaking the remaster of The Last of Us. Listen, there's a lot going on at Sony, and I understand. I mean, listen, you've heard Jim Ryan say we making these big AAA hundred million games is not sustainable because they're a smaller company than Microsoft. I'm not saying that they're they don't they're insignificant. They're Sony, but there's a difference. Sony Corporation is surviving because of PlayStation. Microsoft isn't surviving because of Xbox and vice versa. They're both making money. So Sony finds themselves in a very vicarious situation. So, I mean, again, I hear what you're saying. Don't poke the sleeping giant, but they that's have not, fallen off a cliff. That, see, that's well, not what I'm saying. I, I, go ahead, Tim. No, I think you made some great points. First of all, you, you're right on topic with talking about the Tassie stuff, all that really good stuff. Uh, and you're, you're totally right. Like, they could show a June and have a, just an amazing E3, and then uh, you know, things will look like they're on the right track. Yeah, so I agree with you there in, in that aspect. It's I, just my take on them is, is that they're also screwing up on the software side. Where is my storage? VRR, are we even pretending that we didn't talk about that? Yes. And again, this is stuff that should be on their system now. And that's that's their side, and they don't communicate like Xbox does. So it's like for overall, it just seems like they're screwing up. But to your point, he uh, he's one hundred percent right. They just have to show the games, and then that's that's what influence the talk. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I'm I, like I I I, I genuinely don't think they're well positioned for the future. I just think they have this level 
of sort of rabid fans that will pretend like everything is okay. And then they'll show the games and then all, all this complaining, like no one's gonna say anything. And 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 I, and even further, their model has always been to shut the hell up, let people talk, and then we'll show the games, and that has worked for them. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I, know. I just I, I kind of disagree, Everborn. This time around, we're having this this conversation with everything happening when Microsoft's first party hasn't even begun to come out yet. Yeah. Just imagine everything we're seeing now. Uh, and people say the one saving grace that Sony has is, oh, well, their AAA games are bangers. I got news for you. I think Xboxes are going to be bangers as well. And not only will they be bangers, we're going to have a banger every two to three months coming out on Game Pass because they have 23 freaking studios working for them and they're going to have more. So I think whatever bangers come out, they will be fantastic for Sony, but they are going to be so far and few in between. Meanwhile, you're going to have a banger every couple to three months on Xbox Plus they aren't going to stop doing what they're doing. As far as I've heard, there's a waiting list for like yes. indies and stuff. I can, to get I can, onto I can Game confirm Pass. that. I can confirm that there's an actual waiting list to get yeah. into Xbox Game Pass. And I tell you what, there's not going to be a waiting list for triple A's. But if this if this trend keeps happening and these games sell more on Game Pass, plus their users are through the roof, I don't. You know what? I, Sony's in this position because they didn't start reacting to what Game Pass was a couple years ago, and they can't start now. They can't. I don't don't think they could have. And the other thing is when you're at the top and you're making those large swings, it is very hard to to, uh, miss, right? Like Sony can't afford to make two or three hundred million dollar budget games that, that don't that don't hit right and this is why we saw you know a game like uh days gone which was well received critically did pretty okay in sales and they didn't want they don't want to make a sequel why because they they they're relying on that hit model which is which is fine i I, and, and just to the media point i consider sony to be like their mantra like they are the ghost of tsushima Right, they're like a like they're like a samurai. Right, you play that game, you wait for the right moment to strike, and then you take out your enemy with the killing blow. I think the problem is they don't know that right now Xbox is like uh, Ryu Hayabusa. Right, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, <everyone. laughs> so, yeah. so this is this is the this is the you thing. Pull out that, Ryu, you win. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so somebody. Somebody in the chat said uh, every three months, highly doubtful, bro. Listen, it's 23 studios. And with 35, 35 teams. teams. Oh, Thank you. Yes. Because Zenimax he, Online just added and opened a new studio. Another so, one. Yeah. He said every like six to eight months. If, yeah. He said every six to eight months. If they were to wait six to eight months between each release, they would have games ready to come out that would not come out. For a year, two years, they have to start releasing them, or they're yes. going to be—they're going to be overlapping. They yes. have to release them. Now, so, yeah, that is so wrong. Don't, don't all I, my, my, anyway. My whole point is: do not discount the rabid Sony fans that twist themselves 
into pretzels to find ways to say that all this stuff is okay. Yeah, you know right? what? You, and, you, and you're, you are, is, yeah, you're 100% right. That's the thing that, like, even if it's not cool, even if they're not well positioned for the future, Sony at this point can sell cardboard and it, it'll just work. And people say, like, you have people saying that I'm happy to pay $70 for a game that <laughs> I could have got on Game Pass and then bought later if I liked it, right? Uh, they're yeah. happy to do that because Sony's selling it to them. And those people, when 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 Ratchet and Clank comes out, and whenever God of War or whenever um, Horizon Forbidden West comes out, they're gonna say this is the greatest thing ever, no matter what is on Xbox. And that's that's just the reality of things. And the media, if Xbox continues on this role, they will continue doing this. But just those articles that they're putting out, while true, they could have been reporting a lot of true things before. But when they didn't think it was beneficial to them clickwise, they didn't do it. So I'm just kind of careful to share out those articles because that's kind of what they want people to do. Well, and no, I think I, that I'm not sharing anyone's out. articles because these are the same people that were dumping on Xbox for years. Exactly. I, I, when I, it, I simply when it was profitable for them. Yeah, no, I I, I, sim- I simply put these to put put you know pen to paper to just dictate what has happened in the last 10 days. And, 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 and you know what? There is a shift. There is a, 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 a shift happening within the gaming right now, right, be- right before our eyes. And you know what? It seems like Sony got rope-a-doped. I'm going to be honest with you. And I think they're a little punch drunk right now because it's just been one hit after another. Mind you, we have the game stack situation happening next week for Microsoft. There's rumors that there's going to be a surprise potentially coming with that. We have, again, the rumored uh, they may be doing a a first party show. We don't know if that's incorporated with game stack or there's something at the end of April. We're hearing May. Just, hey. uh, just, just. I think you th- just be. You know, you, you're going to be happy as an Xbox fan. They're gonna, they're they're on top of their game. They're working. Um, you know, listen. I, I took the high road. Uh, you know, with this whole thing too. With, you know, um, the the Sony the Schreier thing, um, with the article. I, I kind of, you know, my, I, I don't like the guy, but I, pro- I probably he's telling the truth. And 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 I went even when the developer J- Jim Ross whatever that was, that interview with Jaffe, uh, then he then he basically said, oh, you're right, you're at liberty to say more things than I can in a tweet where he quoted the video. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it, you know, to me, I just like, you know, I kind of felt bad for them and, and, and you know, they got to get their act together. But this is a lot of work that's been put in for a long time. And I don't know. That's why I keep saying like Jim has to be looked at at this point. If, if yes. that was my, if, I, if I'm going to be a fan, like I, I look at this like if this was like baseball, and this was like whatever the manager, let's say it was the Mets or Luis Rojas. There are times where I get, I got, I got that with Matrick. I went nuts when Matrick uh, when he announced uh, the, whatever he did with that. You know, you know. Yeah, we have we have a console for you. It's called the Xbox 360 yeah, playoff yeah. line. Yeah, he, no one he says that. E3, it was just the worst thing. And he walked right into it, and they could have walked around. I, I don't know. I just think Xbox 2 is at an elite level. You know, listen, we're talking about 23 games and saying arguing about that. Now Xbox has a third-party right hand. Where it's yes. like, okay, here are uh, well, Battlefield 6. 
you know, um, and then or Back in Blood, whatever that game is. Uh, that's the Left for Dead. Yeah, thing. that's coming out in October. Yeah, Back for Blood. Yeah, that's that, I, I, that, I can see that. going to Game Pass. Absolutely. Yep. You know, those are hits. And now you're getting hits in summer, and I don't know. It's just I think gamers are just beginning to notice that the package that Xbox puts, puts out is is really good. Sony's really good too, but you can't go wrong with an Xbox at this point. And they're just going to still keep dropping bombs, I think, until you know they get to the point where they you find them getting respect and they see the sales. You know, the sales are going to dictate everything. I think and, that I, I, listen. I'll put it to this way, and, and let, 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 let me continue down the line. Everyone, I'll come back to you in a second. I, I want to get Mag's uh, uh, opinion uh-huh. on this. Mag, uh-huh. here's the thing. Right now, and I've said this earlier in the in the program, blood's in the water. Okay, and if you don't think Phil Spencer, as a gentleman gamer that he is, gentleman of the industry that he is, if you don't think that he's sitting back home and stacking his shelf with some more, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, trinkets so he can, you know, get us all talking <laughs> about uh, yeah. about him and his shelf. <laughs> if you don't think that he sees this as a win for Microsoft. And you think that he's going to take the foot off the gas because he feels bad for Jim Ryan and Sony? You are you are in the wrong freaking game. You are in the wrong game. He sees this. They have momentum. They have Sony on the ropes, folks. And if you say, well, just a second, boom, they're first-party bangers. Well, I'm going to say, you know what? You're right. They did have a lot of first-party bangers in 2018 and 2019 and 2020. Oh, I forgot. We're in 2021. So they don't have any bangers right now. And what Microsoft, have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. And you know something? Microsoft don't have bangers either. But you know what they have? They have Xbox Game Pass. And they're dropping bombs. And Sony cannot compete. Please. What is going on yes. at Sony? Do you have concern with when you see the media? Mind you, these articles that I pulled were just 10 days. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into this, folks. First of all, I got a couple of grievances I'd like to get out of the way. The first one is that, and I will say this, so I don't care. Okay, I don't care. I'm nice to everybody. But Jason Schreier, he is the equivalent of the video <laughs> game industry ambulance chasing injury lawyer. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. He's that kind of guy. You know, he's got like the clip on tie to be like, hi, just a try. Oh, I heard you fuck your leg. You know what I'm saying? And he's standing outside of your ambulance. That's exactly what that's exactly what he is to me in the video game industry. I've I, anyway, whatever. I don't want to get into it. Now, a couple of other things. <laughs> Sorry. Everborn. I'm going to agree and disagree with you in a couple things. I didn't want to jump in while you guys were talking because the dynamic was good. So I'm like, let me just let him go. I'll I'll get to it uh, my own time here. Let me tell you something. I agree and disagree with you. The first thing, absolutely, Sony crushes first-party games. There's no question of that. Okay? Now, this is a different Sony, though. This is a different Sony from when we saw in the PS3, PS4. Well, let's say PS4 era. Okay? not Let's not go to the PS3 era. End of the PS3 era into the PS4 era. And you were talking about how, you know, Days Gone was maybe not as profitable or maybe not as well-received by some players or whatever. If they thought like that back then, we never would have gotten Uncharted 2. Because That's Uncharted correct. 1 was a disaster. Oh, it wasn't a disaster. It wasn't it, it great. Was an, it was an okay game. It was okay, but the Sony then had the balls to be able to say, you know what, guys? Work on it harder. Release something better. And, and as far as I'm concerned right now, Uncharted 2 is still in my top five best games of all time. You're damn right it is. Okay. 
And so what the pos- the point is, the possibility is that Days Gone 2 may or may not have been that game. It could have been next ge- this generation's Uncharted 2. We don't know because now we may or may not see it. I'm hearing rumblings that maybe some other team might pick it up later. And I'm sitting here going, when? If you haven't even started it, when is this going to come out? The PS6? Or whenever, you know what I mean? Or, or when, when they become an app for Xbox? But anyway. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> Anyways, there's that. Now, the other thing I want to bring up, too, is that, you know, Xbox is not exactly sitting on their hands. Uh, they're going to be, just like Tempest was saying, this is like going to be an organ grinder. They're going to be cranking out big hits after big hits after big hits. And here's the other thing. Price and service and convenience, and this is what I'm going to get into in a couple of minutes here, is going to win the war. Okay? It's not going to be how good those first-party games are. Yes, it will be for a while, and when people see those Ragnaroks and when they see those uh, Forbidden Wests and they see whatever else is coming out, okay, um, it's going to come down to price. And that's something that a lot of people are ignoring. Some people in the chat are actually talking about it. I actually noticed that. They got that. But not every. Not, I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. And I'll get into reason my reasons why in a minute. Uh, one other quick thing, too, is uh, another gripe I have about Sony, about Sony right now. Okay, Tim mentioned it about the storage. This is something that's not really talked about right now. And all those things you mentioned, Boom, one of the things they haven't talked about is the storage. Now, for example, if you download Warzone, Modern Warfare, Cold War, <laughs> slash, 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 I want you to tell me what games you have on your PS5 now. You can't fit any. Yep. Because that's like 550 gigs. Yeah. Real bad. There it is. Goodbye, hard drive. It would drive me nuts. Right? Can you imagine? I'd be be all over Microsoft if that was the case. Can you imagine? Exactly. You know, that's bad. Now, here's the other thing that you mentioned that about Microsoft. If Microsoft was doing it, that would be bad, right? Now, how would Game Pass work out? We have how a would whole show dedicated to it, probably. Right. How would you be able to download all these wonderful games from Game Pass if your if your um if your hard drive was filled oh by Warzone? Yeah, I know. They're I like gotta, Outriders is yeah, coming. Gotta, You're I gotta, like, I gotta cut uh, Halo. I'm sorry. I can, they only a, took games here. Exactly. It's a disaster. So my PS5. Disclaimer, folks. Okay, I got obviously everybody on the panel knows, and people, some people in the chat know, I have a PS5, but I only have first-party games on there. I'm not buying any third-party games on there, and we'll get to that in a minute. Now, the other thing is, what year does Sony? All those things that you mentioned, boom. What year does Sony actually think this is? I mean, do they honestly think that this is 1990 right now? You can't play your NES games on your Super NES. You know, they put uh, the Last of Us, the Last of Us situation. Okay, uh, you know they're talking about they're doing this uh, this this remake of a remaster of a remaster of a remake. Okay, yeah, I know why ridiculous. they're doing it. They're doing it to capitalize on the HBO show that's coming. Okay, because the HBO show is uh, I think it starts shooting now. Uh, actually, yeah, I think, I think it it's going to be out next summer. Right, and I think it already started shooting this week. I would imagine the CGI work is probably pretty minimal. Maybe some blue, uh, some green screen effects, blue screen effects, whatever. Right, so it's not going to be like like Kong versus Godzilla. Right, so it's going to be a lot of character piece stuff. So it'll be out by next year. So that's when they're going to capitalize on this Last of Us thing. What a mistake! That is a mistake to capitalize. Who are you enticing? Who, who, who has a PS4, PS3, PS5? Who hasn't played any version of the Last of Us already? Yeah, you know what I'm I saying. People what are they thinking there. Are they, are they just going to say ray tracing at 60 frames per second? Right, I I, I, and you know, there's there's a model like make it as close to a movie, but I don't know. 
I don't know what they're going to do there. They, they can't change the story that much. But, you know, the, the, the Days Gone th- uh, 2 thing, I've already talked about that. But the other thing is, boom, you mentioned this in your laundry list of baloney coming out of them, is the blocking the next-gen upgrades, putting it behind a paywall, is to me absolutely that's egregious on every level it is disgraceful and that's why i asked that's why i asked earlier what what year does sony think this is when you've got your competition is giving you smart delivery i remember when they announced smart you guys remember when they announced smart delivery and you the smart asses in the comments going (laughs) smart delivery all they're doing is uh it's just (laughs) next gen being bumped up okay it's being bumped up and it's being held back by old hardware you know, and that's what they're all thinking. LOL, eh, Charlie? Ha, 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 ha. Who's <laughs> laughing now? Because now <laughs> your dumbass has to pay $15 to be able to pay what I play when I get to pay, play for free. Yeah. Okay? That's another thing. That's ridiculous. You're locked behind a paywall is absolutely ridiculous. Now, this is the, my number. This is my number one thing I wanted to get into is the price. Okay? And this is what I was going to get at the whole time. With all my rambling... This is the number one thing I wanted to talk about, the price. You guys know it. I mentioned it last week. I mentioned it the week before. Uh, when Forte was on, we were talking about it. Okay? I have a completely new philosophy with my PlayStation 5, and it started with the Thanos snap of MLB The Show. X, uh, PlayStation 5 games in Canada are $105. Wow. Okay? For everybody in the back who can't hear me, I just said that it's $105 for PS5 games. Do you think for one second when I'm being handed MLB The Show and Outriders and, God willing, Resident Evil 8, okay, do you think I'm going to pay $105 for Ratchet and Clank, no matter how good it is? And this is where I was going to get into, you know, when Everborn was talking about when they announce the games and show the games, yes, agreed. They're going to be amazing. I am never going to take away that the Sony first-party games are my favorite games that I play. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, I got the Platinum on Days Gone two weeks ago. That's why I was so heartbroken about Days Gone 2. I adored that game. I would play for like six, seven hours without budging because I enjoyed the story. I love open-world zombie stuff. Okay, that's my thing. Okay, and all, of course, I platinumed all their other games. Okay, all their other first-party games are platinum except for Last of Us 2. That's next on the list. Okay, but anyways, the point is this. At some point, when do you balk at the 105 price tag? Yeah, dude, and say, you're, you're 100% what? right, dude. The I mean- Christ is this. And this is where I have the problem. Like, for example, here's another example. God of War Ragnarok, which I suspect it is, by the way. If it's coming out with that fast of a turnaround, okay, okay, with that fast of a turnaround, it's not going to be as big as the first one. No, it, it's the DLC that, it's, uh, exactly. that Corey Barlog originally pitched that's and right that remember Tony turned down yes that's right you remember he said that he goes i actually had much more material but they turned it down they wanted to shorten the game i know why they turned it down they turned it down because they wanted to turn it into because they obviously they knew the ps5 was coming they said let's do what we did with miles morales which was a spider-man 2018 dlc fight me if you think i'm wrong okay do you think i'm going to pay 105 dollars for that dlc absolutely not absolutely not boom I'm not going to pay that kind of money for it. I don't give a shit how good it looks, and I don't care how amazing uh, Atreus looks with his bow and arrow and, and you know, and, uh, and of course, you know, all the other characters. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to pay $105 for that. Okay, I'm you know not. What, you know, you know, you know why you for? wouldn't? You know why you wouldn't pay? Not that the game wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be no, great. No, I, mean, I think it's going to be but, amazing. Because you could look over to Xbox Game Pass and say, you know what? My backlog yeah. just, uh, j- just got 10 games deeper. Thanks, Xbox. Right. I exactly. appreciate it. 
Now here's now you know what? Good point. Thank you. Now I'm just going to go into my next point here. Ignoring everything else, okay? We know the great games are coming out. Now, let's just take this spring and going into the fall, okay? Just speculation because I still don't think God of War is coming. But let's just say for argument's sake it is coming. If I were to purchase Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, and Ragnarok, that is two years of Game Pass. Holy cow. That's ridiculous. Is that absolutely ludicrous? Yeah, it is. It, it absolutely is. You know what I you want do? You, somebody you wait for these games to be $20. <laughs> okay, I want I want someone to... Why like, is it so out of proportion in Canada? Okay, you know what? Let me tell you something, Tim Dog. Uh, MLB, the show, is the standard edition. I showed Boom. I showed him a screenshot because I couldn't believe it. And I didn't think he would believe it if I told him. So I, I sent Boom a screenshot <laughs> of the PlayStation Store on my PS5. MLB The Show Standard Edition is 105 The Jackie wow. Robinson Edition is $160. Oh <laughs> That's an Elite Series 2 controller here. Just about. I could buy a goddamn Switch for that. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. So, so, let me, so I just named those That's three games funny. that are coming. I'm looking forward to Returnal. I'll play it in 2023. I'm looking forward to Ratchet and Clank. I'll play in 2022. I'm looking forward to Ragnarok. Those three games is two years of Game Pass. That that alone is disgraceful. Now, if you look at now, now I'm not the only person out there who's thinking like this. Okay? We have millions and millions of people here, obviously, in Canada. We have 33, 34 million people out here. There's people in Australia paying the same amount of money as us. There's people in Europe, and Europe has a hell of a lot more people Okay, and they're paying the same as us. Of course, it's a you know changed into euro, of course. Okay, uh, but they're paying basically around the same that that Canada and the and Australia and the yes. rest of the countries are playing. Pay. Yep. Okay. Do you think that I'm the only one thinking like this right now? So now, when you think about this situation, the price, like I said, price is going to win the war of the future. This pandemic was an eye opener and a blessing. I got to say for Game Pass. And blessing for their customers because, you know, this pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their money. A lot of people I know in the U.S., you guys have stimulus checks up here. We have a thing called CERB for people who are not working. You're getting like two thousand dollars here and there, whatever. OK, you get two thousand uh, two thousand dollars a month to stay alive. Basically, do you think that people are going to start dishing out one hundred and five dollars every single game that comes out? Absolutely the not. There's just right. no way. So yeah. this is this is why I'm I'm looking. I, yes, I see all the negative news about PlayStation and everything else. Yes, they're going to get over it. People are going to love their games. They're going to go, wow, look at those amazing games. It's going to get a lot of good, great press, a lot of people looking into it. But when push comes to shove, when you got to reach into that wallet and pull out your cash, you're going to watch how many people think twice. Now, yeah. here's the thing. The next eight months this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to pass it off. But the next eight months, okay, is not only going to win this generation, it's going to shape the way this industry moves forward, and it's been trailblazed by Microsoft. I don't care what anybody says. I am 100% right. I, it, there's no other way because even if people think I'm a, a batshit crazy, they'll be like, oh, my God, this mag is out of his mind. But then you, let me get you, get you to that point where all of a sudden you're staring at Game Pass in one corner. And then you're staring at that $105 ratchet, ratchet and clank in the other corner. And then you tell me that you're okay just going, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to buy the ratchet and clank. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, that's all it. I had to say. Uh, and again, if you look at here in the States, Tim, if you look here in the States, 7611 with tax in New York for, yeah, for no, PlayStation. Jackie Robinson edition is a travesty. 
Yeah. $160. $160. For, listen, I love Jackie Robinson. So just take it up. Take a hundred dollar MLB tax on the cop guy. <laughs> and meanwhile, you know I'll some condoms to the other system where you can go there too. It's a yeah. big deal. Baseball is American pie. Uh, it's there's going to be a lot of people playing it. And people who just don't even game probably will play it. That are baseball people. Uh, baseball has a lot of pull, uh, in my opinion, and it was one of the reasons why I had gotten a PlayStation Four was only for the show. Um, yeah. So it's it's a big deal though. So, but great commentary, man. Crispy, uh, you 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 get a pretty talented, dude. You should be in radio or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Crispy. Let's let's get let's get your opinion on this, Crispy. Um, listen, obviously this this went all over the place, and this I figured the topic would be the media has turned on Sony. Now I understand to everyone's point that all they have to do is show a trailer. Right, I get it. I absolutely get it. But I don't think that's enough, considering what has what has transpired in the last two weeks, starting with the closure of Japan Studios, one of their most beloved uh, studios. Uh, obviously, what that did was tell the world that you're not getting a Bloodborne two, and that broke the hearts of millions. Okay, um, what what are you, what are your thoughts on, on on what is going on at Sony? Um, pretty sad. It's, I'm not one of the people that are like, ha ha, we were right because we actually kind of been saying this for a long time. A lot of people don't, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, you see the writing on the wall, you start seeing, you know, the gamers, the way they're approaching things, how, how they're going to go about, you know, their lives. You see games like Fortnite and Apex Legends. And all of these free-to-plays becoming huge, huge games that, you know, have basically, like, pushed streaming. You know, and, and, you know, like, Twitch is basically your Fortnites, your PUBGs, your your Apex. Like, the, the top people are streaming those games. Is anybody else getting feedback? Am I losing Yeah, I, I hear something going on. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to push through it like a, like a professional. Um. Yeah, but it's it's pretty crazy that, you know, the thought process has always been, you know, single-player, story-driven, third-person games are the greatest things in the world. Now, for me, I ask myself, and, and you can all ask yourselves this, why are you an Xbox or a PlayStation gamer? For me, I'm an Xbox gamer because you have to understand the entire ecosystem is based off multiplayer. Yeah. That is the entire thing. They literally pushed multiplayer forward by putting an Ethernet cable into the original Xbox. Did I even know about that then? Absolutely not. I was on the PlayStation 1 and 2. Okay? I didn't care. All right? But as I, I got into the ecosystem, I realized that you know, this gaming console is really catered to what I want it to be, which is being able to conversate with people, enjoy games with them, even if they're thousands, hundreds, whatever amount of miles away from me, even across the pond, even in Japan, possibly. And they have given me that. I've met people all across the country, you know, all across the world, and I've played games with them. And that's special to me. 
And you know what? It's games that I enjoy. And the thing that you have to realize is that some of you guys are really on these PlayStation exclusives. And they are big budget, almost movie. Yeah, they're $100 million dollar, uh, games, dude, for sure. Yes. And the problem with those is you only sell what you sell because they haven't established an ecosystem like Game Pass. You haven't done any of that. You, you Most of these games don't even have a multiplayer. Yeah, some do, but they don't have the engagement. I'll I tell you right now, everybody says Gears is dead. Well, guess what? I got 20 people on my, my friends list right now playing it. So tell me it's dead. Yeah. And, and you know what? How many millions have they made off the stupid skins? They, they literally fund their esports teams from the skins. A lot of people don't understand that. So... I'm just telling you, like, we're turning a tide. And the tide is, is that I'm 33. I'm probably one of the younger ones in the group. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but my thing is, is that, you know, I look at my girlfriend's kid, his friends, everybody else. They're all playing all these games that either I don't think are good enough for me or are just, you know, so, you know, involved in the multiplayer and and the building and whatever else. i mean he's ready for the next subnautica dlc he, he is all <laughs> in on that and i'm like subnauta who i don't know who that is and and, and i'm looking at him play and i'm looking at him play it and and he is having a time of his life and you know what i say i say good on you you found something he's playing ark loves freaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay loves it and I'm like, I can never play this game. I was like, but you know what? You could try Fallout. No, I'm not interested. I want to play Ark. Okay. All right. But it's kind of the same game in some way, shape, or form. Like, you know, play Fallout 4. Like, try it out. No, 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 not having it. Doesn't want to, he doesn't want to involve himself in shooter. And, and the, the people, you know, the younger kids that want to involve themselves in shooters, they're playing Fortnite. They're playing Apex. And I'm like, so this is the Sony dilemma. A lot of people don't realize that they are at an, a, a cusp and they just doubled down on it. They just said by, you know, you know, basically dismantling Japan studios and all of these smaller developers that they've had under their wing, basically just, just, you know, absorbing them into their company or firing them. One or the other that, that we're done with this type of aspect. Well, the problem is, is that, you know, your games don't involve a continuous engagement. You know, how, how do I still have 20 people, even though we're all Gears lovers, how do I still have 20 people playing Gears right now on my yeah. friends list? Well, Did again, they- it's, it, it just dictates that there is a problem going on at Sony and the fact that Jim Ryan and Herman Holtz, who are the two Sony heads, have yet to uh, acknowledge any of these articles, acknowledge any of the problems is is honestly it's a conundrum it's 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 upsetting to me because at, at one point i always felt like sony was a step ahead yeah. i always felt like they made their own path and i feel like as of late and it's actually towards the end of last gen which i mean we're kind of still in the cusp of last and this gen but you know Last gen, I felt like they were on a a idol, and you know you drop Ghost of Tsushima, you drop Last of Us Two, you keep everybody happy, but for a period of time. And the problem is, 
is you're not making much more than what you paid to make the game. Because wow, people that's... just stop playing it. And that's why you're probably going to get another Last of Us remaster, Last of Us 2 remaster. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a PS6 Last of Us remaster. You know, that's it's the funny. way they're it, going. It, it, it's <laughs> funny you say that because in the report from Jason Schreier, this just goes to show you how bad things are going at Sony. Uh, before the delay of The Last of Us 2, they were considering remaking The Last of Us 1 to package with The Last of Us 2 to resell you on the PlayStation 5, meaning that there would be no smart delivery, meaning that if you wanted the PlayStation version of The Last of Us 2 and you uh, and want the, the remaster of remake of the remaster that has been, you know, uh, uh, you know, serviced multiple times with different uh, di different frame rates and better textures. You're gonna have to rebuy it on the PlayStation Five. So for seventy dollars, again, potentially, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm just speculating here that you're gonna get the remaster remake and the upres PlayStation Five version, but you're gonna have to pay for it. I mean, I think that is the end goal, and that just goes to show you that. Th their way of thinking has become extremely corporate. What I want to do, Chris, because we're, we're, we're closing in on the two-hour mark, I want to grab Tempest Sun, and we got to get clowns, and then we'll get everyone out of here. Uh, Tempest Sun, I mean, you've heard everyone's opinion on this. It, it, listen, uh, again, I, I think that Sony is in a tailspin. And the writing is on the wall. Like I said, I, I I specifically went and found all of this information, and I could have added ten more stories, and I have them waiting if I needed them, and that would of course taken too much time from the show. What is going on at Sony? Is there is there a change in ideology? Is there a is there a, a, a seismic change coming in the industry, and that Sony wasn't maybe prepared for it? Um, I think it's actually been changing. Uh, I think the second that uh, Sean Layden got left go or he left, whatever, I think that is the moment it just totally changed. Um, being honest with you, I think we're just now seeing the effects of it, to be honest. Um, uh, listen, dude, uh, Sony for a long time now, almost this entire past generation isn't what I used to like Sony for. I get it. I'm probably the most like weeby Japanese crazy junkie on the panel here. All right. <laughs> it's called what it is. It's fine. But like, that's what I used to like about Sony. And uh, at the end of the PS3 generation, their big claim to fame was Uncharted and uh, The Last of Us, you know, things of that nature. It's funny because just to stop you for a second, I remember the the the, the running joke for many, many, uh, many years has been all they have is Forza, uh, Gears, and Halo. And it seems yeah. as if Sony has taken a page from Microsoft's book mm -hmm. and is going to now get the last of us god of war and whatever else that they add Horizon to the or something yeah, yeah. and um listen uh, the whole point i you know i brought that up is i don't really care what anybody says you might not think so but if let's just let's assume you're a playstation only gamer eventually this will happen those over the shoulder third person narrative driven cutscene heavy games you're going to get sick of them uh, I think you're going to get sick of them. I, I almost don't know how you can't because I, this is just me personally, but I already kind of got sick of them. It's literally the same 
mold with a different story, you know, and characters and stuff like that. And um, that's the way I take it. And if they're putting all of their eggs in this basket, when they say they want to have bigger, higher budget games, they are saying they want more of the same and that's it. You're not going to get really any variety. Uh, the variety, well, I said, will be like in the characters and you know the graphic style, whatever. Even that's similar, let's be honest. But um, on the other side, you have Xbox, which has such a ridiculously huge variety. Um, you name a genre, and they probably have it. Um, they might not have a developer for, say, their fighting game franchise. But seriously, name a genre, and you know they have it. They even have a real-time strategy series, which I'm over the moon about. Um, and they just had a big showcase for it. So... You know, the variety's there. Um, so I think this is a dangerous game they're playing. Uh, I don't know if it's too soon to divulge spoilers for, like, a movie I absolutely adore. But, like, I, I look at what's going on, right? And uh, I've been wanting Xbox to be on top for a while now. It's my preferred platform, right? You want them to win. I wanted Godzilla to win, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sure enough that, you know, when the, the, the main scene happens and you realize, oh, yeah, baby. Godzilla's top dog. I'm sitting there. I'm half like, yeah. And then the other half, I'm like, oh, God, I like Kong too, though. Jesus. And then you get his <laughs> chest caved in, stepped on. Godzilla's roaring in his face. He's like, submit, bitch. And that's exactly what Khan had to do. The man had to submit, you know? <laughs> I think that's what's happening here. You're watching it. You're just – think about how quickly this happened. It feels like just a month ago, I was still hearing in, – in, podcasts i mean you name it they were still they were still oh my god the ps5 selling like crazy that's that's all you heard about was how many ps5 sony selling that's not what you're seeing of course they are selling a lot but like almost every piece of news like you just said boom it's got like a negative spin on it and it happened way quicker than i ever thought it would be i truly believe this was going to happen months ago um this isn't like oh i told you so but i i felt like this was coming and that's because i had faith in it's Phil Spencer. Some people could call me stupid for having that much faith in a man. But listen, I had faith in a gamer that convinced the CEO of probably like the richest company on the planet to be like, hey, give me an open checkbook and I will make you money. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And it might sound like I'm crazy for shilling for a trillion dollar company, but you know how they're in this place now by being pro-consumer. They didn't think of underhanded and just crazy tactics to just siphon money out of us. They no. gave us value. They gave us unmistakable, unbeaten, unmitigated value that nobody can argue with. And soon we're going to have the quality to meet that to, to meet that quantity. Um, I mean, listen, dude, I, I don't if you don't own an Xbox or have a PC or let's just say you have, don't have a phone that you're willing to put Game Pass on. I really don't know what to tell you because uh, if you have a favorite genre, a favorite game series, it's all on the table. I think the only thing that's not going to be on Xbox soon is Nintendo first party and Sony first party. Well, I mean, that <laughs> I say that <laughs> they have day and day coming. You, you can't even well, say that anymore. I because, can't even say yeah. that anymore. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, that's the only thing. I think everybody else, listen, uh, Japanese developers, Korean developers, European, it doesn't matter pretty soon. I even think Sony's going to run out of companies that are willing to do third-party deals with them 
because I think it's going to, the writings on the wall, they can make more money by putting their game in game pass, especially if it has any form of microtransactions in it. Uh, so I actually think that people are going to the, the developers, companies are going to look and they're going to be doing the weighing sign with their hands. Do I take the bag of money for the marketing rights for Sony, mm-hmm. which are, 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 are it's a nice big bag of money. But then when I look at uh, Microsoft and they have a big bag of money, but Game Pass and everyone's going to be playing this game. And again, like you just said, if there's microtransactions, there's all that extra money. I, mm-hmm. I am telling you right now, you are going to see a seismic change when when you're talking about MLB the show. So many people are not going to buy it on Sony because this generation has a lot of a lot of people who own both consoles. And why would you buy it? People bought their PlayStations to play the, the, the MLB the show. Well, they don't have to play it on PlayStation anymore because if they have Xbox Game Pass and if they're a gamer that likes saving money and getting quality content, 400 plus games for $15 a month, you're getting MLB the show day and day. And what's crazy, and this is this is the salt on the wound for Sony, Sony is charging an additional $10 for the upgraded PS5 version, you're getting it through smart delivery for free. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, boom, R- real quick. How long do you, or, or Tim probably, how long do you guys think before uh, Sony starts adding a clause to their contract that says, please don't release this on Game Pass? <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> what? It happens. It, yeah. It, it's it's probably something that's in it that that, that 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 has been discussed, but you know the question is, and this is this is again we're, we're not lawyers, folks, right? We we can only speculate here. If you are a developer and Sony comes to you with this big contract and says, "Here's a bag of money." Oh, and by the way, read the fine print. You can't go. You can't put your game on Xbox Game Pass when the contract's up. People are not going to sign that deal. They're going to make well. Hold, hold on, yeah, just a second. Yeah, that costs money. That costs money. Hold but on, you, just a second. You're saying you I can't said. put my game onto Xbox Game Pass because I'm signing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go sign with Microsoft now. Yeah, not just true. that. I think the game you're playing right now is done by Square Enix, right? Or that's who's publishing it. Yes. I have a hot take here. I, I'm not saying Microsoft is purchasing or has purchased Square by any means, but I oh feel God, like I'm well, I, I, I know that'd be ridiculous, but I'm saying <laughs> I feel like Final Fantasy 16 and uh, uh, folk, that, not folklore, but whatever that game coming out is that has the two year contract. This stuff is done so far in advance. I have a feeling that Square Enix now will not make that deal. They will not make that deal. I think that deal was done years ago, years ago. I don't think they sit there and they make that deal now. I just don't think they do it. I think they are seeing living proof of what the Game Pass model is, and I don't think they're going to have any allegiance. They're just going to follow where they make the biggest bucks. And uh, as soon as this game right here, Outriders, starts releasing some DLC and some microtransactions, I don't care if they said they're not going to. You're going to have cosmetic microtransactions or something in this game. As soon as that happens with 300K com- concurrent players, they're going to see that money rolling in. They're going to be like, holy crap. I think the numbers for this game and what it's doing in Game Pass and because of Game Pass, I feel like they're looking at this, the success of this, and the money it costs to develop this game. And I think that's going to get them out of the sticky situation they are in with the Avengers. I hey, think one, this is one, saving that. 
what one other thing to to take note of one of the downfalls of the the xbox strategy in the late 360 days and early xbox one days was over reliance on third parties mm -hmm. and i think that if sony is because sony releases max two big triple a bangers a year but they fill out the rest of the year with timed exclusivity deals or or whatever third party yeah the second the second and third party deals yes that is what microsoft relied on in the 360 days right but those deals only benefit you when you are the market leader and so if game pass takes off on the trajectory that it's on and it continues on that trajectory and people want to be a part of deals like what's in um uh the game you're playing now outriders like that is really going to hurt Sony. So if Sony can only deliver two big AAA games a year, meanwhile all the big third-party games are in Game Pass, and and then Microsoft has their you know 35 teams. How do you how do you what do they what do you do with that? I'm gonna tell you, I, and this is I'm quoting King. You become a third-party developer, and you don't make a console anymore. That's that's a that that's not from oh, me. That is oh, from King. Oh. <laughs> that is from King David oh, of the Iron Lords. Lord King, I want to. I, I, I do want to throw <laughs> Sony uh, just a little bit of a bone here. We can like I'm. You know, we can get upset about the Days Gone thing, but I don't want to be too upset. And this is why I didn't share anything about it because I am still waiting on um, Rise, and I'm still waiting on. Quantum Break 2, and I'm still waiting on, um, uh, what's the other, anyway, there's a lot of sequels that we want from Xbox, so when I get, when I get those, then I'll, then I'll, you know, hammer Sony for not doing a day's going to. I, I mean, just, listen, this, I'm just throwing them a bone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I Let's mean, listen, listen again, it's, day's gone, I, I put 30 hours into it, and I, every game was just too long. It was just too long, and I had the same AK-47 that I had when I started the game, and it just was – most most of their games resonate with me immediately. That one just did not. I, I am not falling over myself about a day's gone, too. I feel bad for Bend because it was the first shot of their own IP that they built from the ground up, and I think like Uncharted 1 to 2, there was a chance – that this game could have, they could have fixed all of the issues, you know, with length, with story beats, you know, and, and they could have made something special, but we're never going to get that. Listen, folks, this has been an incredible two hours. Clowns, I would love to get you here, brother, but you came in here super, super late. I'm, I'm so sorry, bro. We'll get, we'll definitely get your opinion on this next week. I do have to catch up on some of the super chats, though, because there's been at least a 10 of them that I missed, and I would be disgusted with myself if I didn't. The board game Renegade drops a $2 super chat and says, peace and love to all. Well, thanks, brother and uh, anon drops a final super chat and said here's an idea maybe xbox should hire jerry lambert aka kevin butler <laughs> for game pass commercials uh warlord 1015 drops a final super chat and says how do you listen for hours and won't give up a simple like it's free stop being weird guys yeah i mean i'm right there with you warlord if you uh, again i think some people feel like they're that, that you you hold some sort of power over them when you when you put a like into. I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff. Many many people of my peers. The minute I go on, it's a like. Even if I hate the episode, I do a like because you know what? You have to support one another. Davkin eighty nine 
drops a $2 super chat and says, hit that like button, fellas. Thank you so much. Gerald Mack drops a $5 super chat and says, what people don't understand is baseball fans are on Xbox Live April 20th. They go to Game Pass. Numbers will uh, will uh, exponentially go uh, Game Pass ju- uh, juggernaut. Yeah, no, no no, doubt about that. Bay Area drops a $5 super chat and says, Everborn brings up a great point. Since I've been subscribed to Game Pass, I have been purchasing DLC from first party like Doom Eternal, F- uh, Forza Horizon 4, Minecraft Dungeons. Great point. Power Mank, uh, P- Power Man 4K drops a $3 super chat and says, Thoughts on Fable Perfect Dark release times? I think you're getting that in um, uh, early. I think I think you get one of them early next year. I don't know which one, and I think that you probably get um, the uh, start of 2023. Do you get you get Perfect Dark? I think Fable is is, is much further than Perfect Dark is. CYV Studios drops a five dollars super chat says, "I'm with I'm with Bo- I'm with you, Boom." Sony waited till the end of the show, uh, the uh, to show the PlayStation Five last year, and the PS Five ended up being bigger than a Japanese man. Well, I'm I feel 360 moves WT Xbox. I mean, it's a big console. I had to buy a new piece of furniture, folks. I'm not even fronting here. I had to buy a new <laughs> entertainment center because, as per Mrs. Boomstick, that's atrocious and an eyesore, and we have to hide that thing. That's why I did it. Paul Grant drops a $5 Zoom chat and says, Mag is right. I'm Canadian. Those prices are legit. It's nuts. I will never buy another Sony game at those prices. Dovican89 drops an additional $2 Zoom chat and says, Looking at the global economics, Xbox uh, X and S plus Game Pass equals... I don't even know what that is. I don't know if that's a brain. It's a brain. Or, yeah. It's a brain. yeah, well, I mean, I guess he means smart. And Jimbo Jangles drops a five dollars super chat says, <laughs> "Loving the energy from you and the crew today." Boom. The audio, the audio Red Bull, the, uh, the audio Red Bull during a long ass workday. Such a great time to be an Xbox gamer. Well, thanks for being here, brother. And we had a new channel member come in from Cameron Turner. Thanks so much, Cameron, for joining. Here comes the boom. But Tim, let's get you out of here. Let's get everyone out of here. And uh, I want to thank you for being here, Tim. Uh, obviously, every time we have you on this show, I try to write um, a show that's specifically um, surrounding Xbox. This show was written, believe it or not, folks, Friday evening after midnight, because quite frankly, there was just so much good Xbox news. I had this show ready to go, and I waited for Monday because I thought, you know, Microsoft, they love Mondays, but they didn't drop anything. And you know what? It was still a two-plus-hour show. Tim, tell everyone where they could reach out to you on social media and what other shows you're on. You can reach out to me on uh, social media, xCloud, TimDog. I'm on uh, TXR Sunday nights, 9 p.m., and RDX Tuesday, 8 p.m., so tomorrow. Oh, I, I can only imagine tomorrow's show is going to be just as big, potentially oh, bigger. Maybe we'll get some news overnight. Who knows? Yeah, who maybe, knows? T- t- maybe, maybe that's a tidbit. Hey, maybe, maybe Tim is nah, uh, dropping some breadcrumbs. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, well, listen, Tim, thanks so much for being here, brother. And you're right. You just never know. Uh, Everborn Saga. Tell everyone about Everborn Saga, the anime, where they can potentially buy your merchandise and where could pe- people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media. Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, Everborn Saga across the board. That is Twitter. That is Facebook. That's Instagram. That's Steam, PlayStation Network, 
Xbox Network now, I guess, not Xbox Live. Uh, but more importantly, EvernbornSaga.com. That is where you can get all of the books. Right now, we have uh, Prince of Arcadia 1 through 3 there, and a lot of merch like this that you see, or the big uh, wall art that you see in the background. And uh, as you all know, we just successfully launched that uh, Kickstarter campaign uh, with uh, nearly 400% of our goal. And we should be, as soon as Kickstarter releases those funds, making the print order this week. Nice. So, uh, coming very soon. And we have two new series in the works, which we will be talking about very soon. I sent you guys the cover for it. Yes, it's that. dope, dude. It's, yeah. it's going to be crazy. I, I, I can't say more, but Ariel's Adventure, that's the one that's coming out soon. And as soon as everyone gets their books, we are going to release it on EvernbornSaga.com. So if you missed out on the Kickstarter, you will get it there. We just don't want to release it now because we want everybody who supported the campaign to get it first. And everyone who supported the campaign, I don't know if I announced this before, everyone who supported the campaign, your name will be printed in the book. That's and, dope. Uh, and that's for everybody going forward, everyone who ever buys Ariel's Adventure Chapter 1. So uh, big things happening, two new series coming. And I know that we didn't hit our last stretch goal, but the other good news is we are moving forward with producing the novel. So that will also be out this year. So nice. EvernbornSaga.com if you want to stay up to date. And if you want to talk to me on Twitter, EvernbornSaga. Thanks, everybody. Tim, you 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 are the man. Looking forward to uh, hearing you on RDX tomorrow. Yes, yeah, I, me too. And real quick, before we get to the rest of the outros, I want to give everyone a heads up. I have been allotted an incredible opportunity, folks, on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's not going to be a live show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release it as a premiere. I have been given the opportunity to interview Simon Vickers, who is the game director at Sodemic uh, uh, S- 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 um, Reactions. And they are releasing, folks. One of my most anticipated shooters. It's basically Left 4 Dead meets Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, and Second Extinction. That's right. This little channel is getting a chance to interview the game's director. Uh, They've already, uh, PR has already approved my questions, and uh, they sent over a bunch of... um, press release uh video new stuff that's never been seen before you're going to get a chance to see during the preview video that is happening wednesday at 12 p.m eastern standard time second extinction is one of my most anticipated games and i honestly cannot believe that i'm going to be interviewing the game's director i mean this is this is crazy and wait i i I have two other big bombs that you're not going to believe that happened to me today i can't speak on them yet but as soon as i get the confirmation i'll be dropping those secrets very soon big big things happening for double barrel gaming if you're not subscribed you are going to miss out hit that bell icon and help support this channel we are on the march to 10,000 subs folks we are 39 away from 8k and i guarantee you we're going to hit 10k before e3 2021 but middle-aged gamer guy yes sir Tell everyone about what other programs you're on and where could people hear the loudest man in Canada and where could people talk to you on social media? 
Well, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at the Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a G-Y at the end. On the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, you can find me at all one words, all capitals, because I don't know how to be quiet. I am the Mag. That's right. And, uh, of course, you can find me here every Monday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Mr. Boomstick XL and friends. And, of course, our dear friend Tim Dog tonight. And, uh, of course, on Tuesday evenings, my goodness, lock up the children, lock up your wives. At 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you could find me on Gaming After Dark with Noof Nukem, Titan Drago, and tomorrow night's guest, by the way, is going to be none other than Rand Al Thor, the man with nice, the Nice, dude. That's a that great is yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be on there tomorrow night, and he will be a victim of Tony Baloney. So you better be uh, <clears throat> prepared for that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, guys, it was a great show tonight. Everybody, it was wonderful. Chat, you guys are amazing as always and supportive as always. So, guys, we'll see you all next week. I enjoyed every minute of tonight. Have a great night. Thanks so much, brother. And Crispy Bomb, thank you so much for joining us at the last minute. I dropped the link. You answered the bat signal. Tell everyone what are the shows you're on. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? By the way, if I'm answering the bat signal, it is the Dark Knight back signal because that's the greatest uh, Batman movie of all time. Just saying. But at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades tomorrow night, 7 p.m. We got Thursday night, 8 p.m., the next podcast, and Breakfast of Boom Friday, 10 a.m. Hit me up, and I will be playing Outriders after this. Please come help me because I'm having a lot of trouble with this game. And just hit me up. Oh, man. Absolutely, brother. Well, thank you so much for being here. Tempest Sun, tell everyone about where people can check out the new Gundam movie. No, I'm just kidding. Where can people <laughs> reach out to you on social media? And, of course, like always, get shot in the face playing multiplayer. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to get shot in the face and massacred, uh, join me on <laughs> Xbox. My gamer tag is Tempest Sun. Uh uh, on Twitter, I am at the Tempest Sun, and um, uh, I've been chatting a little bit on the the channel here on your channel. Uh, I'm going to be starting my own channel. Nice. Um, Tell everyone about that, brother. What what do you what, what do you got going on over there? What are you going to be doing on your own channel? So it's not gaming relating, but it is really nerdy. It's uh, I'm building models, uh, predominantly Gundam models, but I have a bunch of other ones that I want to start building and stuff like that too. Uh, the channel name is uh, New Type Gunpla. Um, so I'll be starting that probably in about a month or so. I want to get quite a few nice. videos lined up before I start releasing them. But once I do, I'm hoping to at least have a video a week out. Uh, it takes a lot of time to do. It's going to take a lot of effort, but you know I love doing it. And um, like I said, it's not video games, but I'm going to try to make the videos as like entertaining as possible. So, uh, yeah, that'll be coming soon. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, Tim Dog, I love you, man. Uh, I miss your your extremely loud screams when you hit a uh, certain viewership on RDX. I really miss that. So I was, I was hoping for 1K today so we can get a, 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 a Tim Dog scream. But, you know, we did get almost close to 700. Tim, could we get a scream out of you? Mm-hmm. Just one? Is yeah, Tim just one. Just, just one. Tim, Tim, are you still here? He might have. He might have left. He might. He might. He might be on the sideline. We're, That's right. He is recovering from COVID, so maybe he doesn't have <laughs> the scream available. That's listen, true. listen, um, um, clowns. Thanks for thanks for being here, brother. Um, definitely appreciate you. Uh, you know, jumping into the last minute. We'll definitely get you back next week. But folks, this has been an amazing show. Thank you so much for the 
unbelievable generosity that continues to come in. It is tremendously humbling, more than you understand. And of course, again, if you are new to the channel, please, please consider subscribing. And before you get on out of here, folks, hit the like button. Let's get to 400 likes before we get everyone out of here. I think we can do it. And I think we put on a good enough show that we deserve it. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, and of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Mm -hmm.